This and all episodes of the podcast have been brought to you by our generous patrons over at Patreon The Daisy Podcast. If you're interested in finding out more about how you can support the show each week, then please click the link in the description down below to find out more information about Patreon The Daisy Podcast. Thank you for your support. And once again, as always, folks, a big shout out to our supporters on Patreon.com, The Daisy Podcast. Our $10 supporters, Scouse Peter Gaming and Dick Donovan, thank you so, so much, guys. Your support is really appreciated. And a massive shout out to our $25 supporter, Jake Snow. I don't know why you do it, mate, but we can't thank you enough for your support for The Daisy Podcast. All the best, folks, and enjoy the show. And welcome to episode 57, I believe it is now, Mark. So is it 57? Um, I think so, yeah. Or 58. I'm, I'm having a senior moment. I'm not 100% sure. <laughs> um, well, just... this is the 50s anyway. Yep, it is episode 57, 57 of the Daisy podcast. And this occasion, we are joined by some... Well, we had that awesome feedback a while back that... You know, we only ever talk to people of note in the community. What about the players? It's like, well, fucking duh. Uh, that's a great idea. So we've got, well, I'm going to say one and a half players. Because, Blunden, you're definitely a player. You haven't made any content, have you? I used to, but uh, it's been quite a while. Yeah. Well, maybe we yeah. should say we've only got one then because you used to. And, Mike, you're making slow little bits of content here and there. Yeah, but you managed to get yeah. featured in a Wobo video, mate, which is uh, yep. a big achievement. <laughs> Very big achievement. Um, I'm not taking it seriously or anything, but, you know, it's something that I enjoy doing, so who and, knows. Mate, if, if, if you enjoy doing it, why not fucking do it? If it's just a hobby for you um, and you're not in it for, you know, sheep stations and all the rest of it, yeah, it, it's yep. one of the things I've always said, Marks, is that um, making videos is one of the best ways to catalog your particularly with a game like daisy you know i don't know about you mate but every now and then i go back and i watch some of my old videos from seven mm-hmm. years ago and um yeah. well maybe i don't know five or six years i can't remember how long i've been doing it for again senior moment um but it's just it's great to have those random memories isn't it mate mm-hmm. i i same same way I always go back for the nostalgia trip just to go back and see what my content was like back yep. in the it brings back good memories and stuff it's great yeah because you don't need to do big all-in productions, do you, Blunden? You can no. it's just if it's just the footage uploaded onto YouTube. You, know, you don't even need to do a voiceover if you don't want to. Just something, and you know maybe as you start doing it, you might find you like it and keep on doing it, eh, Blunden? Yeah, well, for me it was kind of strange. Anyway, I started doing it because uh, I actually started doing video editing at work, so. I was kind of new at work and I was trying to learn how to do it. And then I started playing DayZ around the same time. Mm-hmm. So kind of worked out well. I started editing DayZ videos to practice for work. And as I got better at work, the DayZ video editing got better. So it was kind of a win-win. Yep. So you're actually an editor right. um, IRL. Yeah, I do a little little bit of everything, actually. So oh. I used to be a full-time video editor like three years mm-hmm. ago, but uh, now I've moved on doing other stuff. Do you do animations? Yeah. Uh, yeah, somewhat. I might need to have a chat with you about a job uh, for <laughs> a project for me and you, mate. Paid. I, I always make sure I pay someone, uh, but I, I need help because it's, it's something way uh, above my pay tweet. grade. I, I'm literally the sort of guy who draws stick figures still. 
Um, right. Yeah, but I've, I've got a project in mind, something that I've had suggested to me, and I think I, I, I think I'm a good person to be able to do it. Um, but that's all I'll say on it. We'll have a chat afterwards, mate. Um, before we go yeah, any further, good. guys, um, I do want to quickly state that today is Anzac Day here in Australia uh, and New Zealand. Uh, it's a very, very important day for military veterans. Um, you know, elsewhere, Veterans Day, um, Remembrance Day is generally the biggest military day of the year. But strangely enough, here in Australia, we celebrate a, a loss, um, the battle uh, at Gallipoli. Uh, for those who've ever heard of it, uh, where the Australians and the Poms and the Kiwis and um, everyone, we all invaded um, Turkey and pretty much uh, got told in no uncertain terms, fuck off. Um, so we had to do a fighting withdrawal, um, which was one of the most successful withdrawals in history. But yes, that's the date we choose to commemorate um, our military veterans is the day we suffered a pretty embarrassing um, ass kicking by the Turks. Um, but yeah, yeah, there's a lot more to the battle. If you ever want to look into something, you know, of military history that may interest you, definitely look up Gallipoli. Um, it was quite a harrowing campaign for all involved on both sides. Um, you know, to this day, there's still a lot of mutual respect between the Turks and the Aussies. Um, so in honor of that, um, I am doing a fundraiser. Um, where I'm trying to raise um, $1,000 um, US dollars for Wounded Heroes. They're a charity that provide immediate uh, crisis assistance. Now, I don't know whether any of you guys have ever dealt with um, agencies like that yourself in the past or know of people who have, but usually with you know these sorts of welfare organisations, you've got to lodge an application and then wait for someone to process it and then do an interview and they, all the rest of it. These guys don't fuck around like that. They are. They hear a story that there's a, a veteran living in a car park because um, he's homeless now, and you know he's got his kids in the car with him. They'll go to him. They'll take you know um, cigarettes <laughs> if the guy's a smoker. If you've ever smoked and you've been broke and you know what it's like not to have cigarettes, it fucking does your head in. Um, it makes you really, really stressed. Um, they'll buy them food. They'll get them groceries. They'll try to arrange emergency accommodation for them. They basically do all of those sort of services um, that a lot of other organisations don't. Because they do it like this and they don't have a lot of the checks and balances that other organisations have, they don't get, they get next to no, if any, government funding at all. So they're heavily reliant on donations from corporate and from individuals like you and me uh, out there so if you can if you've got a few dollars spare um, I encourage you to go straight to the website um, you know we all know people have scammed um, charities in the past um, done the charity fundraiser and then not given it um, I hope my track record shows people that I would never do that um, but if you can do the donation through the link below um, it'll tally up on the board and every time we hit 100 US dollars, I've got a key to give away your choice of either Daisy or scum um, I've got five Daisy keys and four scum keys. So thank you very much to Daisy and scum for sponsoring uh, this episode So yeah, that's great any of you guys ever served No, no Know anyone who did my younger brother is about to go into the army. Oof. She's waiting to get the call for training. Oof. So. 
<laughs> no, like it's great, uh, but just be prepared for him to change, mate. That's um, one thing that yeah. not a lot of people are aware of is um, the military is very good at turning you into a soldier, very bad at um, turning you back into a civilian. It's mm. basically impossible. Um, there's a video on YouTube called You're Not in the Forces Now, which I share with a lot of people. Um, it, uh, you know, it, it's Australian-specific, and it was um, aimed at Vietnam veterans. Um, but when I had that video shown to me, it changed my life. Um, it made me realise that not all civilians were fuckwits, that I was actually the problem. Um, it's a common thing with you know, soldiers is you get that mentality um, that um, everyone else is fucked in the head and you know, you're the only one who sees it straight. And then you realise that, well, no, there's nothing wrong with uh, the average person. They just they haven't gone through months and years of brainwashing like you have to turn you into someone who's prepared to shoot someone and take another life um, yeah. without really thinking about it. Um, you know, it, 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 it does a lot to change the psyche of people, and that's why so many veterans have trouble when they leave the military and they end up back in you know, the civilian workforce you know, it's. I'll be honest with you guys. I don't work anymore um, because I'm a shit person in an office environment. I just I can't handle it. Um, I I lose my shit. I explode. I, I've got. Um, they did a uh, uh, in the video I'm talking about. They do an explanation where they have like a glass of water, and they talk about you know everyone's um, uh, threshold of stress is usually around about here. Then you know as bills come in and. You might have a fight with the missus and the boss is being hard on you. It slowly starts to rise. What the military does is, yeah, sorry, once you get to the top, that's when your fight or flight instinct kicks in. What the military does is basically get you in a mindset where you're constantly around this level up here, near the top. So it doesn't take much to tip you over to that. You know, some people could lower it. Mine's a little bit lower. But once you hit there, the... The other thing the military does to you is it removes the flight instinct. So you're automatically going to fight. And that's why you'll know, if you if you guys know any veterans, that's why so many of them are so aggressive, is you're taught that when your fight or flight instinct comes in, there's no flight, it's only fight. And that's why soldiers really struggle after they leave the military to fit in with um, civilian world, because it's... In, it's it's ingrained into your mindset and especially if you've been on operational service um it really adds to it so yeah they're they're a great charity folks um um they're an australian based one obviously so bear that in mind if you're going to make any donations but yeah hopefully we can raise some money for them um anzac day is always a tough time of the year for them and i'm going to be looking at doing another one around about remembrance day as well because the lead up to christmas is always terrible for them as well but I've wasted enough time talking about, well, not wasted, um, I've spent enough time talking about that. We're here to talk about Daisy, folks. London, I'm going to start with you, mate. Okay. Because we've got a lot of serious stuff to get into, but when we get um, player guests on the show, folks, we ask them to contribute a, uh, a point of discussion for the podcast. And I'll, I'll let you tell us what yours is, mate. Oh, well, I just kind of, I don't know. For me, Daisy is a bit of a special game because uh, 
I started playing because I had a kid in uh, March of 2013. And, uh, yeah, my son was born. He had uh, severe autism. So it kind of threw a bit of a wrench into our life, obviously, and we had to adjust to that. So, so when uh, you say severe autism, yeah, we what didn't... does that entail? Oh, uh, well, he doesn't speak and he's, uh, you know, prone to get upset and, you know, mm-hmm. it's a... Uh, it's a, it's a bit of a learning curve. He has a bit of a sensory overload, so yep. any amounts of noise and stuff like that kind of can set him off, and, you know, it's a hard time calming him down. And Yeah, it was a lot to adjust to because it was our first and only child, so yeah. we weren't even used to kids, let alone a, you know, kid with a special need. So, yeah, it was a bit of a rough time, and, uh, you know, we obviously didn't go out anymore and friends stopped coming around and stuff, but right after that was when I kind of fell into Daisy. I, I like the way you worded it to me, though, mate. Uh, I want to go back and just quickly elaborate on one point. Friends. Yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. Once it uh, became a bit of an issue to hang out and, you know, we had a lot more responsibility and things to deal with, uh, a lot of people just stopped coming around and, you know, I guess it was a bit too much trouble to to deal with all the time. And, yeah, so we ended up mostly just me, the missus, and my kid, <laughs> right, which was a... Uh, you know, a bit of a change for us because we were really social up until we had to, had our boy and there was always people around and at the house. Newfoundland is a real social spot. Like a kitchen party is a normal thing here. Everyone just mm-hmm. goes to each other's kitchens, hangs out and drinks and, you know. So it was a bit of a change for us. And uh, I used to used to play a lot of console gaming growing up. I was very into all that. But I'd never played anything online ever until uh, I played The Last of Us which was, you know, I'm sure you all like that game. Oh, amazing game. Yeah, it was, uh, you know, real eye-opening game for me. Kind of got me into the whole zombie genre and this and that. And actually, that was my first taste of playing anything online because I played the factions that they had built into it where you could play like four versus four kind of deathmatch thing. So up until that point, I'd never never played a real player online before. So I kind of got a... a little bit of a taste for enjoying that kind of style of gameplay because it was a lot more intense. So started looking for similar online type of games and uh, found DayZ, obviously. It's the big one. So, uh, yeah, started uh, jumping in and playing that a bit solo. Didn't have a gaming computer or anything like that. I actually started playing DayZ on a MacBook Pro with uh, VMware. <laughs> <laughs> Just so I could run Windows. All right, it was... Uh, not the ideal setup, but I really wanted to play the game. It just looked, you know, so different. And I don't know, it's just something really appealed to me. So I did whatever I could just to play it. And uh, yeah, I started on a MacBook Pro. <laughs> no, you're here. Uh, yeah, it was, podcast. Uh, yeah, it was great because I actually met some, met some buddies. I ran into a few people by myself when I was playing solo, but uh, it was mostly... I'd get killed or they'd, you know, rush me and then you'd end up shooting them. There wasn't a whole lot of communication until I met uh, a fellow named CJ, which a lot of people know from Twitter. He's quite the character. He's from uh, Boston. So he has that strong Boston accent. <laughs> he spoke to me He spoke to me in game and it was just hilarious to me because I'd never spoke to anyone from Boston before. And, you know, the wife <laughs> is parking the car kind of deal. And, uh, just ended up talking. He said, you know, I got a group of buddies we play with regularly. You should come hang out. And so that was that was the beginning. And then, yeah, I found 10 or 12 guys from all over the world, which, you know, never thought I'd meet people from Russia and Germany and, you know, 
places I never dreamed I'd know anybody. Yeah. yeah. And I mean. It's awesome like that, isn't it, mate? You know, people, how, how long have you and I been chatting on and off? Years. Yeah, it must be years, right? I mean, the guys that I play with now that I met, it's been eight years, you know, and I talk to those guys like every single day, pretty much. Almost every night we jump on and if not Daisy, we're playing something and you're having a chat and like, it's like, I don't know, there were even better friends than the real friends that I thought I had, you know? Yes. I firmly agree with you there, mate. Like, you know, we, 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 we touch on this point quite a bit, um, Marks, but I view a lot of these people online as better friends than my IRL friends. 100%. Yeah. 100%. It's incredible. Like, I don't know. I've never, I wasn't, totally wasn't prepared for jumping into a community like Daisy. Like, you know, I thought I'd be playing a few games and hanging out and that would be it. But like, I mean, when I started, I didn't even make up a cool code name. Like everyone did. Everyone has this cool handle. I just used my real name. You know, because I didn't think I'd ever. Uh, was that supposed anybody. to mean? Look, look at me, mate. Look at me. <laughs> yeah, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> I'm guessing yeah. that's your actual name, Mike. Oh, of course. <laughs> Marks is your Excellent. first name, really, Marks? Yeah. We are the worst <laughs> fucking gamers. Just offended we, the whole we should podcast. all hand in our gaming um, passes right now. Uh, way, way to ruin my point. <laughs> just comes up and insults everyone. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, kind of backfired in this situation, but uh, like everybody on my crew all has a name, you know, and I just use my real name. We even got a guy who calls himself Steve Danger. I played with him for five years. I assumed his name was Steve, and his name's not even Steve. <laughs> <laughs> like, so strange. Well, you might remember but, uh, yeah, totally Charlie Daisy from prepared. back in the day. Charlie's mm. not his real name. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, by the way, I've got a, I've got a message here. Uh, Mike, um, Chris Kapow, please inform Mikey that I'm angered by no face cam. Um, for transparency, I'm Mikey's dad. I can confirm Chris is not my dad. <laughs> this is this is just shit he's talking, as he always does. But Chris is a very good friend of mine. And to be quite honest, I don't care that he's angry that I don't have a face cam. He can deal with it. <laughs> But it is like like you, like you said, uh, Blunden. It, it's just the, the 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 bonds that this. I, I, I imagine there's um, it's the same with other games, but for me, it's the first with Daisy. Um, probably the closest thing I've had was back in the day when I used to play um, Call of Duty uh, online on console with um, someone who's in chat every now and then, Chase's Odyssey or Glenn, um, Alex, um, uh, and another lad, and yeah, would regularly get on and play together. Um, but I've never been involved in anything like the DayZ community before in my life. I don't know whether this is normal for gaming communities, but all I know is it's, it's helped make uh, DayZ, for me, Mike, a, a much bigger and special community. I think what's really different about DayZ than any other game is that DayZ has downtime. Like, yes, you know, like playing Call of Duty and PUBG and all that stuff. You've always got a goal. You're always being pushed. You're always trying to kill. Yep. Whereas Daisy, there's hours where sometimes you just do nothing but sit around with your buddies and yeah. shoot the shit. And, yeah. you know, you're just having a fire and whatever, fooling around. And then out of the blue, someone shoots at you and everyone goes in battle mode. Yeah. 
I think that, that's <laughs> probably one of the reasons why the community is so tight in the first place is because a lot of these people know each other from Twitch and Twitter and stuff like that. And because there is so much downtime, there's so much time to just spend in Twitch chat, just talking to people and talking to streamers and stuff. Yes. And you meet some people like even Chris in chat, for example, I would never ever have met him in my life if I didn't play Daisy and he's became a really close friend to me and it's just it's crazy the amount of relationships you can build in this game it's it's almost like it's it's part game part just chatting marks you know you can as a streamer as a content creator um, we'll make mainly streamers we're talking about here you can be playing the game and just running down a road going to the next town to loot or something like that and you just chat so you get to know your community on a more intimate basis than like the, like they're saying someone who's playing a more fast-paced game yeah that's exactly. what i do it's it, it's it's great it's weird but it's kind of great at the same time you, you do have just that conversation it's, it's a very relaxed environment i think that's why people like it so much it's very chill it's it's just it's nice you get to hang out if you're lonely you can just hop into a daisy stream and there'll be somebody there to talk to you mm-hmm. yep. you know yeah which is I mean, uh, probably the number one uh, tip for all uh daisy streamers don't ignore your chat you've got really no reason <laughs> other than if you're in the thick of it to ignore your chat always pay attention to your chat that's one thing that sets daisy apart yep. what were you gonna say blondon i was gonna say like i've i've even got old videos where for 10 minutes at a time we're just driving in the back of a truck and getting parenting advice from one of the guys and (laughs) (laughs) it's so out of place in a video game but it's just like you're hanging out you know it's like every night when we jump in discord and hop on a server it's like you're meeting up with your buddies on the corner you know for lack of a better way to put it so strange it's it's completely different i think that's the unique thing about the game have you met up irl with anyone through the game absolutely no one like uh, guys i've known for years and years and years and i've never met any of them in person yep which is mind-blowing like i live in a tiny little island off the you know very far east right like i've never i've only been to the u.s once on a vacation i've barely left this island but yet now over the years i've met people from all over the world like Mm -hmm. it's just mind-blowing like I'm talking to you right now, and you're in Australia. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. You know, in, in the how future. crazy is that? In the future as well. Yeah, the future. <laughs> and I, I don't know where Mike's from, but he doesn't sound Canadian. I'm definitely not Canadian. I'm from Scotland. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's just incredible. It is. It's. 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 Uh, you know, for all its um, faults and uh, all the rest of it, there's there's nothing like it. There there really isn't. Um, it's an amazing tight knit community. It's just. You know, the, the way the game is designed, there's just so much downtime. You know, even other games that are similar to it, they just don't seem to have that same vibe that DayZ has, where mm-hmm. you, you can go from zero to 100 in you know, a, a few seconds uh, because there's just, you know, so many open expanses and it's just, it's, it's, it is fairly unique in that respect, isn't it, Mike? Yeah, because it's such an old game as well, there's so many people that have been here for so many years and it, yeah. it seems to just be getting bigger and bigger. I mean, Daisy hit its peak player count just recently. Yeah. So, I don't know, it's just constantly getting bigger. There's more people coming in. Servers are getting... Well, that's a topic for its own discussion. I'm not sure how I feel about the way the servers are going at the moment, but, you know, there's just so many more people coming into the game and coming from different communities and I'm constantly still meeting more people. This is the first time 
yeah. I've ever spoke to you or Marks or anyone. Just looking at the uh, Steam chart now. Um, share my screen. Oh, for crying out loud. There we go. Such a boomer. <laughs> Still holding pretty steady there. We'll go to the one month. Yep. 30s. Yeah, it's doing well. Yeah. yeah. I didn't expect it to be that high, to be honest. Yeah, I think the peak I saw it hit, it was kind of recently. I think it was when Shroud and his friend, I can't remember his name, started getting back into the game. It hit something like 44, 45,000, something like that. Mm -hmm. And I, I believe that's the highest all-time peak for the game. Yeah, I think I think Essica, um, although we're jumping ahead to a topic, but I think Essica's going to see a little bit of a mini spike again as word gets mm -hmm. out that there's this awesome new map available. Hopefully. Such a beautiful map. Oh, yeah. It's always good to put some pressure on Bohemia to <laughs> make their game better, I suppose. When they see the player counts rising and rising, they start mm -hmm. running out of excuses to put stuff off. So let's yeah. get our head down and work. But, um, Mike... Your topic, mm -hmm. mate. We started off on a nice feel-good one about how fucking awesome Daisy is. Now we'll go to your topic, mate. Tell us, tell us what yeah, you wanted so to talk about. I wanted to talk about something that not many people have noticed, really. I didn't even notice it myself much until it was actually Toprek that started talking about it on his stream, but the gunshot sounds, or not really the sounds, but more the ranges of the sounds have been changed so much and it seems so much worse from what I've seen so far in my opinion but I first noticed that uh, it was I was watching Tobrek and someone was shooting at someone he was playing with literally I think it was something like 800 900 meters away from him with a shotgun constantly just blasting shots and Tope couldn't hear it at all and I, he, he could see the compound where the guy was shooting from and he still couldn't hear the shots until he got much closer which was never the case before. Before in 1.11, if you shot a shotgun, that's going to ring out for miles. And I think it just, it's going to make gameplay so much worse because every shot you fire becomes a threat in a way. If you fire a shot, you're no longer safe. Anyone for miles of radius could have heard that and start tracking you. But I don't know, obviously you saw the video that I posted, but mm -hmm. if you shoot pistols, even things like the revolver or the Desert Eagle, their range is like 250 or 300 meters now. If you're beyond that, you can't hear it at all. Can you share that um, video opinion. again in um, chat? Um, and I'll bring it up on the stream. I just um, don't have it handy, the link for it. Right, in the Twitch chat? Yeah, just in Twitch chat. Yeah, hang on. I'll grab it quickly. I've played the updates, and I've only played on Essica. And I've only... The main PvP on Essica is mainly in Essica City. You know, people are shooting you from pretty close distances. Um, I haven't heard any like super long range shots yet, but I, I personally, yes, I haven't noticed anything different. But then I also didn't realize it was a thing that had changed, so I wasn't really keeping an eye out for it. But when I'm on again, I'll have to keep an eye out for that because that's actually kind of interesting. Well, we've got this little video to watch. Yeah, I didn't have much time to put much effort into the video it was just me and some admins from the karma crew server just testing some shots this was just the main stuff that we noticed really he did shoot 
I cannot hear anything. Oh, this is a deagle. A magnum is. Did you hear that? No. Oh, I cannot. Completely gone after 300 meters. Alright, I'm gonna shoot the magnum from 250 meters away. Should you use binos here? <laughs> yeah, true. I didn't even hear it. I had literally nothing. Really? Nothing at all. Do you not hear anything? Absolutely nothing. Uh, no, uh, like nothing no. at all. Okay. Now, is that a change or is it a bug? I believe it was a change. They, they said in the patch notes that they changed. I can't remember exactly what it was or which experimental patch it was, but I did see it in the notes that they changed it. They also changed the suppressor sounds, which are much worse in my opinion as well. So yeah. Like that last shot there from the shotgun, the old range on the shotgun was 3.4 kilometers. If you were 3.4 kilometers away, you would still hear it. So it's just been absolutely tanked in half. And what's weird as well is that the gunshot sounds don't really ring out as much. So from the first clip of the pistol shooting, instead of it being like a, a shot and then a tail sound ringing out, it's literally just a quick like, and that's it. <clears throat> Um, in chat, he's uh, the owner and um, uh, admin of Daisy Down Under, saying they have made suppressors way worse as well. Super quiet and testing them. Every firearm I tested ruined before the suppressor even went to warn. Um, and yeah. he said the improvised suppressor lasts for more than 40 shots. Yeah, I, I don't know if you saw the new suppressors, but... Even, I think Mark's had it in his video, but the scout rifle, the sound effect of it is so quiet. And Super quiet. The suppressed Desert Ego as well. Like, Minder's been talking about it a lot in his streams because he just absolutely hates it. But, again, they've removed the tail sound of it. So instead of it being like a it's just a quick And that's it. Which, it just, it's unrealistic for a start, but it just sounds kind of dumb in my opinion quite unbalanced as well it's quite a lot harder to actually tell where you're getting shot from look i'll go back to um even though it's slightly off the topic but it is still related uh type wreck talking about with the gunshots um let's not forget it's still a bloody game and games need to be fun uh not annoying um it's something mm -hmm. that i've always got to um uh, balance in my mind being a um hardcore survivalist type player um that at the end of the day it's still got to be fun for everyone um, and when you've got overpowered weapons and um, you know, improvised suppressors, you know, why, a, a, a bottle and duct tape is all you need to make one. <laughs> you, know, you can find that usually yeah, yeah. in any town um, that you get to. So you go from having to risk it um, for a biscuit to you know, being able to ninja snipe someone. And yeah. with those audio files, Marks, that's pretty scary, isn't it? It is, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't realize that about gun sounds. Well, that's kind of interesting. Um, it, it just seems like it's such a pointless downgrade, in my opinion. It's like no one had ever complained about the sound system in Daisy. Like, I think it was in pretty much a perfect place. I thought they had the gunshot audio really nailed, and Wobo had just made his videos about the gun sounds, and a week later they completely change it, and it's completely different now. And from what I've seen of everyone that knows the issue, it's 
a pretty significant downgrade. Uh, sorry, downgrade. Everyone thinks. Mm-hmm. It's 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 odd. I I look. I, I applaud them for changing things. Yeah, because um, um, yeah, there's still, there's still plenty of areas that need to be fixed. But yeah, uh, yeah. All, all I can say is people need to get into um, experimental more um, to provide the feedback on this sort of stuff because it's kind of sad that. You know, it seems every single patch that comes out, it's not until it hits stable that we start to find out about yeah. all these major issues with it. Yep. Yeah. You think it's just a typical Daisy thing where they try to adjust it for the zombies and using suppressors more to deal with that, and it just got bugged. It could be. Like, you think be. it was just over adjusted too much, maybe? Gravity yeah, Wolf's I in think chat it... saying it's because these changes are not inexperimental. Um, Gravity Wolf's. Um, someone who um, I will take him at face value. And if he said that wasn't an experimental, um, then it wasn't an experimental. He just added, not all changes are added to experimental before release. That's true. Like I said, I, I remember seeing it in the patch notes, but I have no idea which update it was. I don't know if it was the, it may have been the stable update. Maybe they just added it in stable without ever actually having it on experimental. I'm not sure. I also agree, um, and we've harped on this a little bit of late marks, but um, they really need to, for every experimental update, particularly when there's going to be uh, changes to gunplay and things like that, they need to um, create dedicated deathmatch service um, mm. to really uh, load yeah. test the changes that they're putting in. Something, yeah. something to get the, the people on the service, because people are not playing the experimental service. Yeah. I don't know why. Um I know it's just pure vanilla, but they need to get something to get people to play those servers because the, the experimental servers don't need to be hardcore. They don't need to be realistic. Put fucking yeah. loot everywhere if you have to. Vehicles everywhere if you have to. Um, guns everywhere if you have to. Just so people can get in exactly. without. Because yeah, I, th- I think that would be a massive um, upgrade for the marks. Yeah, like I was, I played the 112 experimental and I was finding food everywhere. I was finding guns. I didn't have a problem like surviving. Um, but yeah, they just need to get people onto it. I don't know what's stopping people from playing it. I don't know if it's just not appealing or they don't know how to. So I think next time there's an experimental update, I'm going to put up a tutorial on how people can get onto the experimental version. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it might help them, but yeah, I, I don't know. But they, they need to do that because. When they changed, especially like you said, stuff like gun damage and stuff, like it's a bit weird the way they done it with this update, mm. and it doesn't look like you you can't really test something with you know four or five devs behind it. You know, you need to have full servers constantly checked yeah. out. I thought it was quite strange that they didn't actually because back when zero point six three released, they were they I'm had, sure they did yeah. a few deathmatch servers for experimenting. They yeah, they did. Um, I think that would have been a much better way of doing it for damage changes because if like you said the servers are quite empty most of the time yeah. so if you're wanting to test damage servers and you look at the server list and it's all low you're never going to be able to test anything on that mm. i wonder are are they testing something is this why they're changing all the sounds in the gunplay are they testing something are they trying to implement some new system or it just, seems weird for them just to suddenly change everything it was fine the way it was. Yeah, that, that, that's what I think off. about the audio. I think the gunshots, like themselves, the damage values and stuff needed changed. I think a lot of people talked about that quite often, that we wanted more on cons and yeah, yeah. that the damage system needed to be a bit more um, diverse. But... The on cons are good. Like, 
me and Kyra were playing the first two days, 112 came out and we were on Esca and we were one tap people to the chest. They were dropping, you know, on con the whole, it really does force a lot more interaction. It's really good. Um, but yeah. the, the, the shock damage is quite like I got knocked out with a 308 and my character nearly fell back, you know, with one tap, like, and he was just instantly knocked out and you couldn't, yeah. you can't aim back in. Mm -hmm. Um, so it looks like there might be adding some new system or something. I don't know. I hope yeah. you know this. I think the, the concept for it's good, but the execution mm. it still needs some work. I think a lot of this stuff is in a good spot. Yeah. But some of it is quite bad. But again, with the sound system, like it just seems so strange for them to ever change something like that. They had such a good system in place and no one had ever complained about it. No one said there was anything wrong or that it no. needed changed, and they just completely out of nowhere just change it entirely yeah like the sorry what was that system damage? again the the gunshot sound system yeah. so like the video i showed yeah. with the shots ringing out a lot earlier like the damage system in 112 is good the only thing is the shock values yeah i agree and i think the only reason they haven't tweaked they haven't like perfected it in experimentals because they couldn't get the stats right because nobody was on them yep so i think if people run the experimental service when 112 came out yeah, that, that's better. that's exactly, you nailed it there, because all the feedback that we were sending on Twitter, they were taking it fast, and they were they were making really fast, effective changes, but just because it was so hard to test it properly, that not many people were able to send proper feedback in, so yeah. it's Have a bit of a missed opportunity. Been knocked out and then tried to ADS with your gun in 112? No. Have you seen the bug that's had to happen there? I have not. What's that? So when you, I can actually link it because I sent it to the devs and Scotty and stuff, so they can look at it. But when you get knocked out, you, you're obviously you're you fall to the ground. Your gun falls on the ground as well, and you three pick it up. And when you pick it up, your sights are not dead straight. They're like oh yeah 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 yeah. I've I've had that happen to me before in recent patches earlier before this, but it's really bad because the bullets go all over the place when you're trying to shoot. Yeah, like I'll link it here. There's a clip of it if you wanna check it out but um like your your sights are up and whatever you do probably, trying to drop your gun on the ground really jump nice. or anything like you can't yeah, do it so my it gun? just won't reset yeah. it it's really oh. weird oh yeah i'm watching the clip now i can see it oh well it's up to you dude my guns you want to does that does, it, oh, sorry, no, yeah, does that happen guns every guns. time you get knocked out what is that and if you swap guns well that's strange i saw that actually this happened to uh, I think it was Minder. I can't remember right exactly now. who it was, but I saw this happen to someone earlier. Right, okay, I've got so I, I sent them Alrighty. that video and um, they said they're going I think he's going to have to reload stuff. soon. He's um, missed a lot of bullets. I, think I was my just not might be bugs because I'm like, in downside. I, I can still get a kill with it, as you'll see here in a second. I can still shoot it straight, or it seemed like it was straight, but it's just the sights are completely wonky and I don't know why, why it's doing that. Yeah. Strange. Yeah. Daisy. <laughs> It's an unintended like... game feature. Yep. Stop using the <laughs> B word. Yeah, we don't say that word. We say feature too. You can yeah. see that they're just off uh, at an angle. It's really weird. Yeah, whenever it's happened to me, it's it's actually like the, the shot doesn't go where the sight is either. From what I found, maybe up close it's probably fine because yeah, the angle's we so tight anyway. We but fairly up close. When okay, you're uh, distance, Mario in chat is saying that gets fixed if you look, aim all the way up once. Right. Okay. So That's there is a fix, but it's not a um, 
Yeah. Not everybody to know of that fix, so it's yeah. probably better that they fix it. I want to quickly themselves. just touch back to something um, Gravity Wolf said in chat. If they won't release better tests, I will put up experimental uh, deathmatch servers. That's great, but it shouldn't be on the community to do that. Um, yeah. It, something I've had in the back of my mind, Blunden, um, <clears throat> and I hate saying things like this, um, but it just, it just, it makes us wonder how serious they are about Daisy. Um, this isn't a go at the dev team. This is, you know, just how limited are the resources they have, London? If they can't even, you know, put up servers like that for us, and um, mm -hmm. if they're chucking things into experimental at the last second before we've even had a chance to test it, it just. How, how how much pressure are they under, or how are things like this happening, mate? I think it's just that they they need to do what, exactly what you said: throw up the throw up the deathmatch server and give it the great loot explosion of 2016 again, and just put guns everywhere. People, I, I think people would come if you know it was quite clear that here's a deathmatch server that's just loaded mm. with guns because we want to test guns. You yeah, know, I mean, tweet out the devs are going to be on here. Um, hit up the running man and fucking Tope and a few others, maybe. Although it'll probably get DDoS to fuck if um, that happens. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you know, just, just yeah, even stream it. Like they they done that for Point Six Three. I don't remember if you remember when they were testing the new engine for Point Six Three. They were releasing up kind of like debt debt match servers every other week or every week even. Yeah, I remember Constant seeing one with the Mosin when they um, first added the new PU scope for the Mosin. Yeah, made a deathmatch server. Like they were like, right, we've implemented jumping now. You can go in and uh, see it. They'd load up a server and they'd spawn you all in one area, be either like Zelenogorsk or not West Serbia. And they were really fun as well because you could just run around and literally it'd spawn you in a certain gun and you just go for it. And they were yeah. fun. Um, they should bring that back, I think, as well, if they're implementing stuff like this. Definitely. It's the only way to properly test it. 100%. Yeah. I think they are definitely limited as a team, but I don't think they're limited to a point where they can't quickly make up a deathmatch server, you know? Yeah, if or the even community like, can do it. Like, even message the one and be like, can you host us some servers? Because he is, de you know, he's he has some of the best deathmatch servers out there. Like, you know, it shouldn't be technically that difficult to do, but, you know, mm -hmm. who knows how, how it works behind the scenes. Well, I'm, I'm going to go even further and say, not just, um, you know, if, if they can't do it themselves, contract it out. You know, pay fucking to one. Pay Gravity Wolf, um, yeah. you know, a couple of thousand dollars to fucking run some deathmatch servers for them. Um, yeah, I, I, surely there's got to be a way that they can do this. Surely. That's a pretty good idea. idea. I don't, I don't think it's hard at all to make up yeah. a quick server because all, all you like, all you really need to do, in a sense, is boost the loot like crazy, make server restarts often, make bodies despawn fast, and put a bunch of player spawn points in the northwest airfield, and you're pretty much good to go. Mm. I, I'm I'm no server developer, of course. I don't really know exactly what goes into it, but from what I've been told from people that are server developers, someone could make that up in 15, 20 minutes if they wanted to. Yeah. And then, like you said, you get a lot of streamers onto us and just promote it out, say what server they're on, or not. You know, that might get DDoS, but you know, yeah. there might be a different way to do it then as well. Um, Spud saying he reckons that the whole weapon sounds and suppressor is so bad, it needs a hot fix revert. I agree. 
Depends if people are reporting it to them. I've sent it to them on Twitter. I didn't send it on the feedback tracker, but I got a message back saying that they're they're sending the feedback to the team. So hopefully it gets changed. It's not it's not game breaking in any way, but it, it is just a significant downgrade for no real reason. It's a yeah. it's a full release game. It's it's I love Daisy, but this is unacceptable. It's a full release what? game. Things like this shouldn't still be happening. We've had yeah. You know, no, no, it, it needs to be fixed ASAP. I agree with uh, Chris in chat. The same people strongly overestimate how much funding Daisy has. Yeah, uh, but some of the stuff they do, this was a point that Minder brought up recently that was, I thought, quite true because I think Daisy at the moment are struggling with their animations so I, I don't know if it's that they don't have someone to do animations for them I've or they don't. that it's not I've working they don't have an animator that's what i've heard as well and I, I think it's it's quite obvious looking at things like the v3s truck was added with a cover on the back of it because they couldn't animate the the motion of getting into the back seat or the the as val rifle was literally a new gun with the copy and pasted animations from the VSS. The Scout Rifle has the copy and pasted animations from the CR-527, for example. So I think they're definitely at a point right now where they really don't have much at all. At least that's what it seems like. They're probably all working on that Secret Armour project, whatever it is. Yeah. Uh, unannounced military would... simulator. Yeah, yeah <laughs> that's what, that would be my... Uh... Yeah. I think it thought on them, yeah. Oh dear lord. Such a shame though because Bohemia doesn't seem to give Daisy the love that it should have because it's not like it's not as if Bohemia doesn't have the funds for it. These guys are making millions from these games, but Daisy's their biggest game by far and it seems like all their other games are getting more support. You look at the game uh, that third person Tarkov ripoff, whatever it's called. Vigor, I think it's called. Yeah, that and th th that seems to just get so much more bigger, support sorry, bigger, bigger, and such a bigger developing team than Daisy does, yeah. which is such a shame because there's so much potential for the game that they're missing out on. Mm -hmm. um, all I'm going to say on this with the topic of animations is do not miss next week. Ooh. You do not want to miss next Ooh. week's episode. Next week's episode, there is going to be a bombshell dropped on the daisy modding community that is going to okay. reinvent the game i'm gonna hold you to that if you let me down i'm gonna be pissed <laughs> that you sounds are, brilliant i tweeted out just to give you an indication i tweeted out and marks and uh foxy in the admin team had a bit of a go at me like oh boy you're over promising on this i tweeted out um that this is the biggest um, change to daisy since the survival now a lot of people thought I was talking about Namolsk map. No, I'm not talking about Namolsk map. Namolsk map is just, is, at the end of the day, it's just another map. Esker's just another map. They're all still working with the current thing. What I was talking about was Namolsk survival with the frost aspect of Namolsk map. So up until then, pretty much most mods, nearly all mods had just been doing variations of what was in the game. Namolsk survival was the first mod that I can think of off the top of my head, I apologise if I'm wrong, that said, let's add something to DayZ that doesn't exist. 
and they added a whole new category of frost resistance. Getting frostbite on your character, having to actually care for your character. I know it pissed a lot of people off having the light fires every five minutes so you didn't get frostbite, <laughs> but it reworked the way you play the game. Yeah, um, definitely. That That's what kind of blew me away when the mouse in the first place was just because the gameplay was so different. Like, the map yeah. itself was it was gorgeous, of course, but yep. just the way you had to play the game was, it was just, something you know, completely new and people, fresh. And... You saw a fire, you ran to the fire, you didn't stop, <laughs> you just, fuck it, I've got nothing to lose. If I don't, I'm going to get frostbite. So you ran there. It, it reinvented the game. Now, when I tweeted this out, like I said, I copped a bit of flack for it. Um, people saying, fuck, boy, you're, you're over-delivering on this. Um, Inclement Dab. Now, you all know who Inclement Dab is? Yeah. I'm, uh, by the way, I'm doing a spotlight interview with Inclement Dab on Wednesday or Tuesday night, depending on where you are. One-on-one, uh, -on -one, mano a mano, me and him. But he Good made stuff. a comment in a Discord, because someone linked my tweet, and they said, is, is Boydie over-hyping this, basically? Um, and Inclement Dab replied, let me see if I can, I want to word this correctly. Because um, I did share the um, tweet in the admin chat of the thing. Um, where is it? Let me just find it. Uh, he dares compare Namols to animation framework. It's not even Sounds close. Good. Not even remotely close. Animation framework destroys Namolsk. Sorry, losers. Losers. <laughs> so, yeah, you now know what we're going to be talking about next week. Animation framework. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm going to tell you. You can, you can Google it, um, search for it, um, ask around, but um, we've got the guys behind the project coming on the podcast next week. Um, like it's that important I, I even rescheduled uh, the existing guest I had because this is just going to be fucking massive um, it's going to reinvent the game um, in a way that you will sadly I don't I'm trying to hype this because the, uh, like Marks and Foxy are a classic example. You guys didn't quite understand what I was on about. Admittedly, I was being rather secret squirrel about it and still am being rather secret squirrel about it. But once you realise what this is going to do and word gets out, if the right people and the right stuff gets done with what's going to be given to the community, it's going to reinvent DayZ like yeah, you've never seen. 100%. Gonna because all the mods at the moment are literally just reworks of animations and features that are already in the game so mm -hmm. the last new animation i saw was something that we got on karma crew recently it was a slav squat emote and i think that was just back oh, i think it, might, it must have been years ago but when the community first started messing around with the animation tools i remember there was a few servers that were getting some custom emotes and stuff and then after that it just sort of died off yeah I've not really seen anything to do with it for ages, so but if something new is coming to do with animations, I'm We're going to stop now because we're stealing thunder from um, next week, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, it's fucking huge. It is absolutely fucking huge. I don't know how you're going to be able to do a video on it, Marks, without having uh, concrete evidence, but it's going to be one you'll definitely want to think about, mate, because, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's monstrous. It is absolutely fucking monstrous. 
Um, we'll have a look. See what we can do. Yeah. Um, I've just had a link sent to me um, from Gravity Wolf. What's this? Uh, mods with the same version are getting a version mismatch error. I have about 40 mods on my server. I am unloading every mod, reinstalling every mod, ensuring my local copy is updated, but every mod has the same version mismatch error. That's probably the other thing that came out of this update. Um, we had a pretty good run there for a couple of patches where there was minimal issues. And then from what I understand, this patch was terrible for modded servers. Yeah. Apparently only some though. Some servers were fine, and some were not. I think it was kind of you were either lucky or unlucky. Um, I think the, the, the Spud or uh, Mario or Gravity Wolf in chat might be able to elaborate on what the uh, common uh, denomination was that fucked over servers. But it was it was it, it again. It, it's it's sad to see it happen, Mike, because these community servers are. In most cases, they're the backbone of DayZ. They're keeping the game going. Um, mm -hmm. The community's based around them. And when they get fucked over, when a new patch drops, yeah. It seems to be way too common as well. Like, I'm obviously, I'm still quite new to PC as a whole. I've not really been here for too many patches, but I have been watching DayZ on Twitch for years now, and it seems that almost every time a patch comes out it's the servers are a mess every time that the community servers are trying to get up and it there's always something going wrong or this mod's not working with that mod and this mod's not updated and it's all over the place sometimes see zyzen saying like in chat delete things. your mods and let them reinstall client and server side that's all well and good but for the casual gamer if, if they're on a server with in this case 40 mods they're not going to sit around and wait for that they're just going to say fuck it i'll play something else then yeah, that's what a lot of us streamers usually say. People to be always like, "Oh, mods are broken, this," and we always say, "Give it a week. Give give the game a week. Just don't even try it for a week. Come back next week and see it. Then everything usually works. It usually takes a couple of days for stuff to kind of level out again. And so we're always just like, "Yeah, just give it a week." But we shouldn't uh, have to be doing damage control marks. Oh, I know, yeah, I know. Yep. But you know, people ask, and we have to give some type of answer back. You know. Yeah. So we just try our best with the knowledge think, that we have. I think that's just the nature of the beast, man, with any kind of development like this. Like, you know, I'm like, for instance, I build apps and stuff for phones, and, you know, you're working on stuff and you're using some third party things to make things happen. And then every time, say, iOS updates itself, it breaks all the third party things you're using. I think that's mm -hmm. kind of typical in the development environment, but I don't think it's something that. You know, uh, people want to deal with, you know, the casual player, like Boyd, he was yeah. saying. I think it's kind of something I'd expect if I owned a server and I ran a lot of mods. I'd be like, well, I'm running a lot of mods that were made by a community, so I kind of got to expect things not to work all the time. But uh, it's unfortunate for the players, you know. Look, kind of um, off topic, uh, but a bit related. This is one of the advantages of console over PC, folks. Console don't have to worry about this. Yes, we get the joys and we get to look down at them with our modded servers. That then when an update comes out, <laughs> it just goes to fucking shit on us. Yeah. It's the one no. advantage. The one advantage. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> oh, look, the other advantage is not having to spend, um, you know, between one to two thousand dollars every two to three years or so upgrading your computer so it can still play the highest end games. <laughs> oh, you can get a decent PC for the same as a PS5. <laughs> not the fucking one I bought my son. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Had to go and sell my ass down in the fucking docks to buddy pay for that thing. Uh, if you know what to look, you can get them cheap. What, my ass or like me, what are called computers? Oh, computers, computers. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, I don't know. Um, we we all want the best for Daisy. We just want to see it um, get a bit more love. It, it and because they 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 play their cards so close to their chest, we've got no idea what's going on. Um, and I understand why they do. You know, the Daisy Dev team have copped so much shit, probably more so than any other um, game community out there. Um, the Scarlet is saying in chat, the Daisy team must be so stretched. There are spelling mistakes in the XMLs for console and PC that have been there for several updates. These are mistakes that affect item spawning incorrectly. And mm. it, it makes us sad. It, it makes us really, really sad seeing this game that we all love so much um, not getting the, the love that we wanted to get. Not, not just that it mm. deserves, but that it needs to get. Um, you know, that we wanted to get because we all, going back to what Blunden said, we all have a special relationship with this game. Yeah, sure. You do. Mm. You do. The only, the only thing I can say is, fingers crossed, that whenever this armor game comes out, some people can move their time to DayZ and mm. not just one. That's the only thing you can hope for. Um, mm. Or, you know, I, I suppose the pandemic probably isn't helping their situation either with hiring new people and all that because they like to do everything in-house. Um, but if they'd done everything, you know, where you could just do it online from wherever in the world, it'd probably make night and day difference, I'd say. Yeah, that, that's yeah. something that would just be such a huge deal if you could somehow work for them without having to physically get up and move country to go and work yeah. in their office. I think the game could be so much better because there's so many people that could work on this game and make it so much better but the choice is if you want to do that you're you need to leave your life behind and go to the czech republic and no one's going to do that for the sake of a game no and the technology is there now so they don't have to you know exactly do that you know so. and there's so many people in the community that are just incredible at this stuff i mean my god if they just hired a handful of those guys they'd move forward in leaps and bounds <laughs> unfortunately yeah. um one of the issues there is um, they want everyone to move to Prague. Um, mm. So, you know, that's just not viable, especially in today's uh, world with corona and all the rest of it, or COVID virus. Uh, not a lot of people are prepared to upend themselves and move to the other side of the world or... Um, yeah. yeah. Even without, it's still just such a hassle, you know, <laughs> just for a job, it's such a hassle. But hopefully, hopefully one day that'll change. It's just so good if they could just hire some people to just believe. even mario from chat he, he's like he's such a talented developer he's done so much work in this community and fixed mm -hmm. so many issues that the devs haven't done and he basically he's almost given up at this point because he, he's kind of tired of the way the devs treat the game in a way and i'm not sure obviously exactly what his opinion is but just from what i've heard so far it's that he he's our guest so next week mate time, so we'll be talking basically. more about that yeah, that's great. Well, it's just a shame because people like him could, <laughs> they could do so much for the game that these devs couldn't do right now. Mm -hmm. 
Oh, trust me, you're going to get to see what he's done. It's awesome. Yeah. It's awesome. Um, okay. Uh, time to start moving on with the rest of the agenda. Now, there was a post... Um... Uh, what? Uh, okay, my link is not, um, working. Night of the Witches. Oh, yes. Mm. Does anyone know what that's about? Yes. So, basically... I'm not sure what the actual... Do you mean IRL or in the game? Well, they talked about it in um, a DayZ post. Yeah, so it's sort of a tradition in real life, I guess you could say. Uh, it's quite common in the Czech Republic as well that they sort of burn these like witch effigies. I'm not sure exactly 100% on the backstory of it, but the in-game event is pretty much that there's these... There's a new thing in the fight, it was called a bonfire. And it's basically just this big burning tower and there's a scarecrow at the top of it and it's on fire and they're going to spawn randomly throughout the map and around them there's some new cosmetics so there's like witch hats and witch hoods and cauldrons and broomsticks and stuff that are going to spawn all around it i've actually that, spawned them in what they're doing. Stream. Yep. the bonfire's pretty good it's massive as well mm -hmm. um, yeah they're just like hats and masks and stuff like that you can kind of put on and wear around and uh, these bonfires are really cool especially at night really cool looking yep Someone's saying giant spiders. <laughs> Fuck that shit. That is the one fucking thing that scares the crap out of me, is spiders. Oh, my fuck. Well, anyone who's watched me stream knows I jump at... It's um, just not good for someone um, that lives in Australia, anything, is it? Yeah, when it comes to critters, spiders scare the absolute crap out of me. I'm the same, man, but I live in Scotland, so we don't need to deal with anyone near as much as you Australians <laughs> do when it comes to crawling creatures, we get a few in the summer and that's about it. Yep. <laughs> um, hang on, I can... I know you're wanting to quickly, so... If you want to see these, um... I have a, a video of all of these bonfires and stuff if you want to see it. Yeah. Uh, on this video, go to 1 hour 7 minutes 53 seconds. And you can kind of skip up, you'll see the witch hat, I think there's a hood. Had a bonfire there as well. One hour what? One hour seven fifty three seconds. Now we're on the fifty second mark. Then witch's hat, which is uh very stylish. Uh, what else, sir? In your opinion, is Daisy the best survival game? Yes. Might have been a bit biased. Is the witch hood it, Daddy? Crooked That's nose. Always the right answer. Crooked nose. What the? Oh, what the hell? Huh. <laughs> <laughs> wow. That's pretty awesome. It looks like Cairo. Cairo. <laughs> Is there anything else? Bonfire. Oh, what is this? Ooh. Oh, that's cool. Whoa. Yeah. Oh, wow. It did for a minute. I do change I it. Go on, Jay-Z. Uh, check the group chat once you're done role-playing. I will do. I think there's I'll be on soon. 63 oh, of them that are going to spawn yeah, randomly cool. throughout the map when the event comes. And they just spawn all the new witch clothing round about it at the bottom of it. 
Hopefully they don't uh, kill cool. FPS. Like Can that. you test uh, zombie AI? Uh, I'm not going to this you, round. Uh, uh, this one was just kind of test a sound or stuff like that. Didn't really impact FPS at all. Okay, it might, might be just offline mode. Oh yeah, I do it in night time as well. They do really like light up the area. It looks really nice. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I'm looking at your temperature gauge, seeing if it's going up near the bonfire. <laughs> That's one thing I actually didn't check. I don't think it did. No, it does. It? Yeah, see, yep, it did. Oh, yeah. Attention to detail right there. <laughs> That'd be great on the mask. Yeah. yeah. You don't see it. Have a load of them. Perfect. Yeah, that that was it then. I think that was all. That was kind of it. There was like a hood as well, but. Yep. Yeah. Like a standard black hood. That was all. Damn. Okay. That looks like it's going to be a fun little um, uh, event. Little things like that, I, I love them doing. You know, just to mix it up. Um, like the, I know a lot of people didn't like the uh, Easter eggs thing. I thought it was a great idea. Uh, and that's people coming from, them. again, people... a hardcore survivalist, Marks. I, I thought it was just something different and something yeah. fun. People um, were angry that they weren't in the actual stable game. Yeah, I missed it. It looked really cool. Yeah, they they were cool, but it would have been too overpowered if they put that in the stable game. Yeah, yeah like trapping zombies. Yeah, the so, so you can spawn them if you want, but and yeah, yeah. they won't spawn. Yeah. yeah, for the right server, go for it. Apparently, um, uh, Rudy um, was telling me, um, mate of mine, that uh, people were um, on a Esker map using them um, and capturing animals and taking them to the zoo and de uh, deploying them inside <laughs> the uh, cages. <laughs> yeah, it's just could do that. But yeah. Every little thing brings out the creativity in the player. Yes. Yes. All right. Um, okay, so we had uh, a uh, post from Asmondian. Um, time to update the Daisy tips. Background artwork by Dr. Desync. Um, but again, he's up. To, he's just. He's such a fucking legend, this guy, isn't he? Oh, is this the new damages? Yes. Oh, I've not actually seen this. This is nice. I saw it, but didn't get a chance to actually look at it. Very nice. That's really helpful, actually. I've not seen this before. Sorry, I don't think it's dam. Is it damages? No, it's um. Probably adding the new Pioneer rifle to the calibers, I think, is it? Yeah. So I imagine that'll be coming oh, okay. soon. Um, also, yeah. remember, folks, he does have a um, uh, page on Wobo's website as well. So. Make sure you check that out Such as well. Such a shame. They, they put so much work into that and everything's changed so much now, Wobo, and everything's going to need to restart. Mate, I do not envy being Wobo right now. Um, <laughs> no. He is just probably pulling his hair out um, yeah. with all of the uh, work that he has to do. Everything he does is so in-depth and so incredible. It's just <laughs> it's yeah. such a waste. Was one of the things I done in my update video was um, because we knew all the damages, the changes, and stuff like that. I just sent everybody to watch Wobo's video afterwards because I wasn't half bothered explaining how it all works. So he's such, great a, great for such a good, good change to the game, though. That game really, we really needed the 
damage adjustments for different guns. Yeah, I think there is still a lot of problems with it, though. I mean, I spend most of my time in streams from people in the Karma crew, mostly, so, like, Top and Minder, people like that, even JLK sometimes, and a lot of them are complaining a lot, and I'll see a lot of people in chat that are really, really unhappy with the update because of a few reasons, but it's not far from being good, but mm -hmm. right now in its current state, I think there's a lot of stuff that's still wrong with it. Yeah, I wonder will they release a hot patch at some stage mm -hmm. in the next coming weeks? I suppose they probably will fix a few things. Yeah. If you've got I a few quid spare, folks, it. obviously um, I'm fundraising at the moment, but um, if you want to do something <clears throat> Daisy related, consider subscribing to Wobo's Patreon. It gives you access to um, exclusive areas of his website as well. Um, plus he does um, exclusive content for his Patreons as well. Um, he only makes $405 per month um, from his Patreon, fellas. So that's pretty ordinary. Um, I know he's got uh, subscribers on his YouTube channel as well, but this is definitely uh, one of the best um, Patreons I'm a part of, folks. So definitely worthwhile heading on over and um, I'll post a link in chat for it as well. I think he really deserves it as well because Fucking he, he doesn't even really need to he doesn't play the game much himself you know he's just here to test everything and show yeah. us what's changing it's, it's brilliant yep it's like a daisy scientist literally he is, <laughs> yeah, he is. <laughs> um now we have a competitor Ooh. dun 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 <laughs> there's a new daisy related podcast Ooh. And it was Who's actually that? pretty fucking good too. I really enjoyed listening to it. That guy Sil um <laughs> oh, yeah. uh did a podcast with JLK, Sour Sweet, Project Red Tie, and Bubba. Um went for about three hours. Um and I really, really enjoyed um hearing um you know everyone fucking likes to make fun of me about being the old guy of fucking Daisy and <laughs> Old Man and Boomer and all the rest of it. It was nice hearing a bunch of young fellas talk about DayZ. Uh, and not just DayZ, but if you're a um, content creator, uh, it was it was a really, really um, eye-opening interview into um, success, some successful people. You know, JLK was on there. Um, he had the biggest video last year, I think it was. Um, oh, yeah. And, you know, he talked about um, his rise from, you know, a small channel and... Uh, then his scandal where he was exposed for cheating um, and yeah. you know how it changed him and how he's glad it happened um, and particularly early on he was able to come back um, I, I appreciate that Farlon but there's there's nothing wrong with um, getting a different source of information I was really excited to hear because it's the one thing I've said many a time I miss Renee's podcast, the one he did with Super FT LOL, Altercast. I miss Uncooper's podcast that he did with Rageburr and Septic Falcon and um, other guests. Um, because I'm a Daisy fan first and foremost, and I enjoyed just listening. And, um, you know, it's what inspired me to start this one. No one else was doing it. So I said, fuck it, we'll do one and we'll keep it doing it. Um, and. Yeah, so definitely go over to his channel, check it out. Um, I do love his... Um, uh, I, I have to poke fun at him. His thumbnails. 
he's gone for the that's classic. A, that's a YouTube thumbnail. Oh, isn't it? Isn't it? But I think I think he needs to get more stock photos. Uh, he needs some red arrows instead of constipated and orgasm uh, face. Um, yeah, definitely some uh, red arrows, and you won't believe what happens next. But um, he's he's really um, going all in. Like he's doing something that. Up until Mark's joined the crew, we didn't do. And I I know it's something I should be doing, but I just, I'm not good at editing. Um, and he's broken up the podcast into small little bite-sized pieces. You know, four minutes, six minutes, four minutes, um, seven and a half minutes. Um, so for those who don't want to sit through the whole bloody show, um, they can just watch the, the shorter versions of it um, if they can get past the cringy thumbnails. <laughs> but they work. They work. I I see, like you said, that's a YouTube thumbnail. There's so many people now putting their faces. Should I put my face on the um, uh, podcast thumbnails? Absolutely. Um, not sure about that one. Want to gain viewers, not lose them. <laughs> Up the sex appeal of the podcast. Oh, yeah, I'll take my shirt off. <laughs> yeah. No, definitely, it's definitely great. Um, the more people talking about this game um, and getting some exposure to it, like look at the views he's getting, you know, 2,100 views, 1,000 views. Um, that's yeah, just okay. great to see for Daisy as a game. Um, people talking about it. There's the whole um, podcast, 3,800 views. I'm lucky if I get 200 views on mine. So I think it's a fucking amazing thing um that they're doing um i'm not sure how they're going to move forward um what they're going to do with future podcasts but i'm excited for it nonetheless so go over to his channel give it a sub i think they record theirs they don't do it live um mm -hmm. so that's probably the the main point of difference between us and them so yeah. all the best the best of luck for them i don't think they need luck they're all uh, very successful yeah, channels really great guys yeah. JLK's just his channel on YouTube's insane. Yeah, I, I think he's yeah. by far the biggest as far as YouTube goes. And mm -hmm. the, the comments I've seen on some of his videos are people that don't even play the game that still come and watch his content regularly because he seems to be the only one given those really like I don't, I don't even know how to explain it. It's just his videos just seem to be so much bigger and better that. than anything else that's there. I'll tell you how easy he attracts just standard players. One a person I know um, only plays COD stuff like didn't even have a PC, didn't know what Daisy was, and then messaged me on Twitter one day going, "I've just watched this JLK video, this video." Um, <laughs> he said it was amazing, and I'm like, "It was the yeah. first time ever watching the game as well." Like you know, just captures it really well. And his video or videos are like addicting, like mini movies. Yeah, really. Are. He mm. puts so much work into them as well. Like yeah. I wouldn't say I'm a close friend of his, obviously, but um, I'm friends with him, so is Chris. We are all mods on his channel, so we get quite a lot of insight into what he's doing a lot of the time, and so much of his time is just editing videos. Like, he, he'll yeah. spend months and months editing these videos to make them the best he possibly can, and it, there's nothing you can do but praise him for it, because mm -hmm. he's nailing it. Yeah. Well, you just saw what um, I shared on the screen then, guys. To put it in context... JLK is on 357,000. The man who everyone considered the king of Daisy is only on 235,000. Mm -hmm. um, and you know, the running man's been doing this for years now. JLK has pretty much only exploded on the scene in the last two years. Um, and he's just 
absolutely killing it. I'm I'm the same, Foxy. I can't. I don't get to watch um, as much um, Daisy content as I would like to, um, as I used to. Uh, but there's no denying JLK is just fucking killing it. Um, He's one of the only content creators I actually watch. He's, well, he posted a picture on Twitter and said, "Air like what five or six of his last videos of each broken six hundred thousand views each." Four point mm-hmm. seven like million views on how we ran the richest million. cartel in DayZ. Have you seen that one? I, th- I think that video is just brilliant. Okay. I think that's yeah. really, really yeah, good. That one. That's that's really good. Uh, you mm-hmm. can look at the comments as well on it. It's all it's people that don't even necessarily play DayZ. I think one of the top comments is a guy saying that he's never even heard of the game or something. Yeah, like don't even play this game, but this was yeah. so sick to watch. People just love it so much. Look at that engagement with the um, 8,900. Um, yeah. you know, 15,000 likes. Do you guys want a part two in the future? Burn I would say if anyone's coming close to matching Frankie, it's him. It's got to be him. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, Sour Sweet, he's, he's pretty great too. I must say, I'm a big mm-hmm. fan of his Sour stuff. I like his style. And, yeah. Yeah. I've never met anyone as chill as Sour in my life. He's so, <laughs> so calm all the time. Yeah. I could just listen to him talk for fucking hours. Yeah, at, uh, I, I, I'm a this. big fan of that guy. Yeah, yes, he's got 7 million views on that's a uh, PUBG video. Uh, but his day, um, day's E videos, five million. Yeah, yeah nine million. Uh, but that's Armor Three. So that's that's Frankie territory. Yeah. I remember Frankie done a behind the scenes video once of how like he makes these, um, his like Armor. I know it's on Armor Three, but it's Armor Three Daisy videos, and he was saying before he was spending five, six grand just oh, really? to make one video. Whoa. Yeah, because he'd, he'd rent the server, he'd get all the custom mods built for it, everything as well, like, and then they'd, you know, do it on that server. It's like the money he was putting into those videos was incredible. It's nuts. Uh, yes, the by the way, Big Dog, this is a uh, Daisy hat. Uh, the only way you can get him is um, um, you've got to suck up to the dev team, basically. <laughs> <laughs> I will kiss any ass I need to to get one of these hats. I'm shameless. <laughs> I got to message him and get one for next week. Um, <laughs> you, you just touched on something then that I did want to touch on on their podcast. They um, talked about scripted videos, and mm-hmm. someone, um, one of them, I can't remember who it was, made the comment that it was lazy content. I could not disagree more. I could not disagree more. Like you just said um, about how much Frankie would spend on his videos. Um, plus, <clears throat> Rick. Yes, it's a, it's a lot of time and effort goes into getting enough footage to have the five to ten minutes or maybe an hour in some of these videos uh, case that's worthy of going into a video. But scripters do just as, if not in some cases more, work crafting a video than people who just you know, run around like a maniac and, yeah, I'll, I'll upload that as a video. So... Mm. I, I think it was wrong to call it lazy. Um, yes, there's a whole separate argument about whether they should claim uh, or whether they should have a disclaimer, this is scripted or um, you know, a, a written story or whatever. Um, but to call it lazy, could not disagree more. But that's all I want to say about uh, the stuff they talked about on their podcast. What do you guys think on that? 
I think there's I think, such a like a bad stigma around the word scripted in Daisy at the moment because of obviously the whole Milo thing that happened a while ago and a few other people since then, like Cairo has started doing some scripted videos, but even he doesn't like using the word scripted because it, it does just have so much negative energy behind it. But I think obviously from Frankie, like a lot of his videos were scripted in a way, but And he it, never said that was scripted make, at the beginning. People thought it, it was can real. Make such good stories coming from it but i think it is important in my opinion to show if you are scripting to say that it's scripted in a way because i, I don't even know why to be honest i'm saying because i can't really think of a valid reason why i just that's kind of how i feel about it but no, i'm the same mate i, I don't JLK's think there's anything wrong with it so great it's just jlk is doing it totally organically and he's getting these videos that are coming close to frankie's content and that's all just completely organic gameplay and it makes you think like holy shit daisy's so much more than it is when you first look at it if you just put your mind to it you can do so much in this game i'm gonna throw a message out here to someone as well uh milo the average sniper if you happen to watch this get your fucking thumb out of your ass and get back in the saddle boy you fucked up you did a stupid fucking thing but JLK is proof that you can move past it. Yes, what you did was more serious. Um, plus, there was apparently yeah. a pattern of it as well. But you're young, mate. You need to fucking get back in the saddle. There's, I still get comments on my spotlight on Milo. Um, yes, there's people who say, you know, basically, fuck Milo, uh, that sort of stuff. But I still get comments, when is Milo coming back? I screen, I, I clip him and I send him to him, but I know his confidence is fucking shattered at the moment, as it mm -hmm. should be, as it should be, but he needs to just get back out. Now, what did you say then, Mike? I don't think he deserves all the hate he's getting at all. I think at the end of the day, he's just trying to make some fun content on YouTube for people to watch. Like He just did it in a stupid way. Fact that he, yeah, exactly. I, I don't agree with what he's done at all, but... Some people take it so far, and the fact that people are still talking about him to this day instead of trying to give the boy a second chance to come back and make his stuff better, like you said, JLK is perfect proof that you can do it and you can grow so much from it. And mm -hmm. I think he definitely needs to realise that and come back because he has a lot of content to be a good, like a big part of this community again. He just needs to put his mind to it and get to work. See, did um, did my lord miss? to cheating and all that yes did he mm -hmm. apologize and admit to it yeah. the, the, the there's one of the issues um I, I highly recommend if you haven't go into the uh daisy podcast youtube channel and watch the spotlight on milo um it's a yep. fascinating interview but one of the things that people pointed out is he really did struggle with apologizing um yeah. i'll let you make your um only or make your own assumption from that uh from watching it but there was comments there like you know boydie <clears throat> pretty much fed it to him that you need to say two words i'm sorry yeah i, I agree I, th I think he, he did a lot of sort of deflecting and defending instead of owning up to it and raising his hand and admitting that yeah. he was wrong and moving on from it and i think that is probably one of the reasons why people do still talk about him in such a bad way because if there's one thing people would respect i would say it's that if someone's wrong, you know, seeing them admit that they're wrong and yes. make it right, then you look at that and you go, I can I can do nothing but respect that. But when someone messes up that bad and they try and deflect it to something else and try and avoid apologising, then you kind of feel like, is there even any point, like, giving this guy yeah. a chance in a way? 
I think I, I even said to him he needs to make a public apology, Blunden, um, uh, a video. Um, and even if he comes back now, Blunden, I think that's what he should do is start with a video. Apologies. Maybe I'm weird and old school about it, but uh, I don't know, man. I have a real hard time getting past anyone cheating. Just because of the way I feel about cheaters, I guess. You know. <laughs> oh, look, <laughs> if, if, he, if he uploads a video, you can guarantee that even myself, I'm going to be analysing it with a fine fucking tooth comb to make sure <laughs> he's not doing the same thing again. But Vigilante Gamer, I think it was, um, when this whole thing was blowing up, he, he put a post on a Twitter comment I made um, that we're not we're not defined by one action of our lives we're, we're, we are yeah we're human we're, we're, we're complicated creatures we have weaknesses we have strengths and you know barring fucking pedophilia rape murder you sh and and to some extent you know some of the white-collar crime where they defraud people of millions of dollars and people who can end up fucking committing suicide but there are very few things that should define you for the rest of your life. And cheating in a video game, yes, it's an indicator of the sort of person you may turn out to be, but especially when you're so young, especially when you know, you're desperate to make internet fame and you know get YouTube subscribers and YouTube money and all the rest of it, on the severity scale of pedophile down to stole a cookie from the cookie jar, I put it somewhere around about here. It's it's nowhere it's nowhere near up here. It's it's no, it's, I a, agree. it's a low level thing. He should be held accountable, and you know, JLK still has people bring up uh, that he was a cheater. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, you'll see it in comments on his videos, won't you, Mike? Um, yeah. How did you use ESP again this time, buddy, and stuff like that, or radar, or whatever it was yeah, he was using? We, we get stuff like that so much. Like we've had to ban people in his chat sometimes because they come in and they just. They spam messages saying that all his videos are fake and that he's hacking and all that, and that everything he does is just People completely just fake and a fraud. Yeah, I, I get those comments from time to time as well. <laughs> I don't. I've never even scripted a video before. I wouldn't even know where to start. And you know, people just say that. Um, but I think what JLK's cheating thing is, he he apologized, got on with it, and that was the end of it. Mm. I would bet sixty, maybe seventy or eighty percent of his audience wouldn't even know he cheated before. Yeah. yeah, I think that's a good Easily. point about Maybe Milo was that I, I forgot that he actually he was cheating in a sense because there was other players on the server. I think hmm. like Boydy says people's... that he has due an apology. If he's going to come back, he should own up to it and apologize. Yeah, but uh, honestly, it might be too. Well, I don't know if it's too late from now, but I don't even know how he's. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know because that video would just be a oh, be a mess. Is it, like, was I, good, I still I has 111,000 subscribers on his YouTube channel. Wow, I didn't know he was even that big. I went on to his most recent video and his comments are disabled. Oh, really? Yeah, so like, if he was making positivity, he'd have to have all that on, but I don't think he would. Especially if they're disabled now, you know? It's mm. a um, shame. Such a shame. It is. He's a very talented um, boy. Um, and I... I just give it a give it a fucking shot, mate. What have you got to lose? Yeah, you're gonna cop some fucking hate, but you're copping hate already. Just put a fucking video out, apologizing first, then put out a fucking gameplay video, and make up your mind. Then, at the moment, you're locked into one decision, and that's um, you know, hiding uh, from everyone. Um, yeah, 
Yeah, 211,000 views, 320, 60,000, 425,000 views, 657, 818,000 views. Yeah, I, I would kill for those fucking big, views. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to say, like, if you're missing out on that, like, you can see his potential. He just needs to come back and make it right. Mm -hmm. But maybe he's moved on entirely and he's, you know, got a job now or whatever. You know, he might be completely gone from it and have no interest in it at all. Yeah. True. Which you know, can't blame for that either. Yeah. Oh. Well. <clears throat> um. Now this has been a hot topic this week. Um. I did a Twitter poll around this. Are infected too hard now? Now, yes, I only have a short no. reach. Hundred and seven votes. Um. No, overwhelmingly seventy-four point eight percent. Yes, twenty-five point two percent. Marks, you've done a video on this um, as well, mate. I'll let you have first say on this. Uh, the first video I done on this was the first day I had experienced the new zombies. It takes a day or two to get used to them, get the feel firm. But after that day or two, like I was running around with a pipe and I was killing zombies in three hits. And then what I did was I found a an MP5, a suppressor, got a couple of 30 round mags with me, and every time I just saw a zombie, I was just popping them, you know, if they were in my way. And that was it. And, you know, because the way suppressors work now, you can shoot them and then, you know, zombies won't react. So it it was quite easy for me. Um, I could see how new players can struggle with it for sure. But again, it's just a learning curve. You'll, you'll get it in two, three days and then you're good to, good to go again. It just takes that bit of, you know, people love to hop on for half an hour then, you know, get hit by a zombie and be like, okay, fuck these zombies, I'm going to give out on the stall the game, Blade in the Devs, all this stuff, hashtag dead game, all this stuff. And it's just like, well, you're not giving it a chance. Give it the day, give it two days, give it a week, a month even, and then, you know, you get used to it. People just love to complain. See, I think um, there needs to be, um, uh, like you said, people need to realise they have to change the way they were playing. You can't just, you know, particularly on mm -hmm. a map like the Molsk and Volkuda, um, where they're just everywhere. You can't just run through the middle of them all now and um, you know punch them out, stun lock them, and all the rest of it. But Blunden, this is a good point raised here by PFT Clumsy. Um, the changes in zombies slowed the game, especially in the Molsk map where zombies are more aggressive and concentrated. But it's kind of stupid that .22 caliber can one-shot zombies, but not a sharp splitting axe. There is no sense in that. Now we know that the infected, you can they where you hit them makes a difference. I love the fact that you can stealth kill them now, Blunden, but I don't understand why a headshot with a splitting axe still doesn't one-shot them. Yeah, I think it should be, at least if it's timed right, you know, like there was always that sweet spot where you could hold shift to get the big swing and take them out with one hit. I yeah. think that should still apply. I do love the whole creep up behind them, stealth kill in place. I, I really dig that. I love that they're hard because it has that whole new tactical level movement and planning your route and you got to use strategy a lot more than just they're like a non-issue, non-threat, you know? See, the thing I don't get is people are asking for tougher zombies. Yeah. Yeah. I Devs like get, it. Devs are like, okay, we'll give you tougher zombies. I like it too. I'm a fan of it. Devs are like, we'll get, okay, we'll give you tougher zombies. Tougher zombies come out. People are like, we don't want tougher zombies. Why are you giving us these tough zombies? You, people you can't change. They hate change. Exactly that. They hate it. Yeah. It's like, this is, 
This is ask, not what I'm used to. Don't ask for the change if you don't want to, you know, if you don't want to get used to it or you're going to hate on it. Just doesn't make sense. But, you know. I really like it. I think the harder the better. Yeah, yeah. Right. I love this comment here. I like the fact that the Mark II pistol is so useful now. You get so many rounds in a box of 22. It's the perfect... The gun that everyone used to just ignore is now the perfect thing to be grabbing now and just taking with you and just slowly one-shotting your way um, around town. You know, someone in my chat earlier said um, it's going to be great for them because they're not a PvPer. So if you don't PvP all the time, you're never going to be good. But you know, even myself, I found a box of um, 22 and I found a uh, amphibian or the Mark II and a mag, um, and I was shooting more than I normally do because the suppressor actually mm -hmm. works on the um, amphibian now. Um, yeah. And I was practicing getting headshots, and you know, a couple of times I potatoed, but a couple of times I was you know na I nailed two in a row with headshots. Uh, probably about 30, 40 metres away from me. So yeah, it, that's a great aspect of it, Mike. See, I actually voted yes on this, and I'm sure you saw the comments in the Discord yesterday, but I think... I don't think they're too hard to a point where they're difficult to fight. There's my comment there. I, I don't think it's the difficulty. I think it's just the aspect of it being fun for the game, in my opinion, because I think shooting them more makes sense i guess like you say using things like the amphibia a gun that would never really have gotten used before now has a pretty viable use for it i think that's great but i think the melee mechanics in daisy are just so clunky and awkward that it's never been fun for me and i've never met anyone who's ever enjoyed fighting zombies i've never had an experience where i've had to fight off a bunch of zombies and then after it, i've sat and said oh that was fun i really enjoyed that that's never happened to me because melee and zombies is holding right click, spamming left click and spinning running circles. To me that that's the way I see it mostly because the AI is so bad that the zombies are ducking around you and they're running around you and the melee you do that slight little nudge forward every time you swing, so you're constantly like changing direction, moving forward when you don't want to and you're just spamming all over the place. I, I don't think it's a fun mechanic at all. Because you're talking about the like, discussion like in um, uh, the Discord. I've got it up um, on my screen now. You guys can just jump up to the um, podcast suggestions channel um, to see it in there. But it, it was a good it was a good discussion. And one point that was raised in here was that this is um, my son actually said this to me as well. That what they've done is an easy um, buff of infected rather than doing something a bit more challenging like um, the ability to break down doors and so on, all they've mm -hmm. done is made them you know, physically tougher. Um, basically, you know, added hit points, um, added um, uh, you know, a, a kind of a clunky way of making them a bit tougher. I like the fact that they have. Um, you know, I, uh, the server I had and the servers I like playing on have infected everywhere. So I'm kind of used to stealth crawling my way around town, you know, it doesn't bother me. Where the people who suffering the most, I think, are the run and gunners, <clears throat> mm -hmm. the sort who don't like um, having to dick around, and that, you know, the the tow breaks, the minders, um, the sort yeah. who'd love to just get into the action as quick as possible. 
Um, because I think it's just the, the the actual gameplay. Like I think the concept of it. Like I said that in the Discord, the concept of having zombies be a bigger part of the game. Ninety percent of the players would say, "Yeah, that's great." Like it is a infected themed survival game. Of course, they should be a big part of the game, and they should be a bigger part of the game than they were previously. But I think the way they've done it right now is taking away the fun for a lot of people. I, I know a couple of my mates on console have been complaining about it so much to the point where they're thinking about quitting the game. And I think that's way too extreme. I don't think they're anywhere near as bad as that. But some people think that because, like you said, anyone who's not really a PvE-type player where they just want to kind of run and gun is now being forced to deal with these tougher zombies in a way that, in my opinion, like I said, isn't fun. Like, there's no fluid animations there's no nice sound effects or nice tactics I, don't, I still don't think the stealth mechanics work very well at all like you can throw an item to bait a zombie but all it really does is make them sort of half aggroed and then they see you from miles away because they're in that half aggro state and i think it could be improved so much more than just simply giving them more health now we had a uh, comment in chat chris um um kapow uh wanted me to ask you mike um, do you feel Tope jumped the gun with not playing the game prematurely? Um, how he's apparently stopped playing and he's now playing Hunt Showdown. I would love to discuss this further, but <clears throat> I would rather not because Tope is not here. Um, if Tope was here, um, I would love to discuss it with him. But, um, Mike, yeah. do you know Tope well? Uh, I don't know him well, but I, I have I've spoke to him a couple of times over the last few days about the update, and I know his opinions on it and why they are. And I agree with him for the most part, so I, I could kind of share his. No, I'd, I'd rather it. not. I'd rather not. You know, Tope um, um, has a certain play style, um, and yeah, you know, I'd, I'd rather have this conversation with Tope directly uh, rather than you know get a third party. Um, he's yeah. made his opinions pretty clear on Twitter. Um, yeah. And, you know, if I go back to one of the points he um, raised, um, <clears throat> I, I actually um, was chatting with uh, Tope publicly on Twitter um, about um, the issue with Uncon status. And mm -hmm. his point is valid. I, I agree with him. And... Yeah, this is the guy who maybe he maybe he has jumped the gun a bit, um, but this is a guy who makes a living from playing this game, and when it changes, it's it's a big uh, impact on him as an individual. Now, I asked for an elaboration on this tweet uh, from him because I didn't quite understand what he was talking about, um, and Jake actually replied. Uh, very briefly, Tope disagrees with the changes to the amount of shock damage that is dealt to players who get hit by high-caliber rounds. I agree with him. Dropping Uncon after taking a single shot to the vest isn't a good change for gameplay. Um, I replied with just trying to clarify it. Wasn't there something Adam Franco said about the uh, footage you may be referring to being offline mode and that it's different on servers? Um, no, Tope replied, no, I tested it with admins on a normal server and in combat tonight. Um, yeah. I said I would guess that they would fix this with a patch. Vest should offer protection on that. I agree. Um, that's all he's concerned about. If you have a ballistic vest, you shouldn't go uncon. And I agree. I agree. Uh, to an extent, I still think if you get hit by a Mosin um, round, um, then yeah. But I temper that with the whole going back to 
his initial point, uh, let's not forget it's still a bloody game and games need to be fun, not annoying. So I see his point on this issue, folks. It might surprise you, um, but I agree with Tope. Um, there needs to be a balance. As well. yeah, there I needs think to be it... a balance, but couldn't you have not gone about it a better way? You know, like make it make his points clearer so that maybe the devs can see it or something it's like that. Two, it's okay. a two hundred and eighty word people... limit. Again, without well, Tope here um, to defend himself, um, yeah, you know, maybe he could have done a twit longer or something like that. But yeah, yeah. What I will say is that I know him and Minder both spent a lot of the time uh, talking to the devs privately about this. It's not, it's not just his public tweets that the devs have seen him. Minder and Scotty, for example, the PR manager, sat down for hours just the other day and talked about it a lot and how they could make the system a lot better. And Scotty's promised to take that feedback back to the team, so they are doing more behind the scenes that we can't really see. See, that, I, I'm not going to lie, that concerns me. Yeah. I would like to know what was said, because there needs to be a counterbalance. There's one thing I love about the podcast, Mike, is we're public. Yeah, um, I've, I've read some of the comments, not so much on my uh, videos. Mostly on my videos, people are pretty nice to me because I'm a nice guy and everyone loves me. But uh, on Mark's videos, oh my fucking God, I have been roasted hard by some people. Um, who's that loudmouth fucking Aussie and things like that? And um, just people who don't know me, don't know anything about me. But we make our points very very public there is plenty of opportunity for people to lodge a counter argument when stuff is happening that you know we don't know what the feedback is that concerns me that really does concern me i would love to know you know they should do something like that live on stream um have those conversations you know so that you know i i always um say on this show guys that you've got to remember that content creators play the game differently to a lot of people yes there's a lot of people who imitate uh, content creators but content creators for the most part are generally looking for non-stop action mm -hmm. that's true so the, the average the player issue that he has with the patch is just that you're going unconscious and so many points where in 1.11 you would have been perfectly fine which oh, I, I can agree with as well because like the one the one shot from the sniper is if you got hit once by a Mosin with a plate carrier and one eleven you'd be you'd be fine yellow health you keep going but now you're getting dropped unconscious and that that's a lot of the time that's the fight done some someone's going to run up and tap you in the head before See, you can now, wake up again, and that's it done. That I I I do not care about that I do not care about um, because at the moment you get one tapped and you're dead. Yeah. At least with the uncon status, it's still, you know, we, we've been very vocal um, uh, on the podcast. Um, I don't know how many of you guys have watched, but we've been very vocal on here about the need for this uncon status to be revamped. Because, yeah, yeah, I completely agree. Yeah, I, I think now it comes down to a choice. Now you get that moment of suspense of, fuck, I'm uncon. Is, is my teammate going to finish him off? Or is this guy going to come over and finish me? Or is he going to. Yeah. The, the issue comes back to the thing about vests. Yeah, I agree. I, I love the Icon status. I think it adds such a great 
intensity to it when you're not dead, but you're unconscious and you're hoping to wake up and, you know, pull out that pistol and save yourself or, yeah. you know, I, I absolutely love it. The, but yeah, it does need a tweak. The amount of interaction we've had, we, we played it for two days, the amount of interaction we've had when we wouldn't usually go over, if somebody's unconscious, we tie them up, resuscitate mm. yeah. them, and then you'd either talk to them, question them, see what they have on them. There were some times where, you know, we tied people up and they'd wake up and they're just like, fuck you, fuck you and all this. And then we just punch them to death because they yeah. just don't deserve it, you know. <laughs> um, but there, there's so much more interaction when people yeah, are not there. Yes, it, I think it, it, sorry, go on. No, 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 you, sorry. There, there does need to be a balance. Like the, the, the Ancon system is implemented. Now it's just to see, maybe they're gathering stats at the moment. Who knows? Um, mm. may, maybe now they just need to see... Um, what works best and what vests and stuff and maybe a hot fix down the road or maybe one point well thirteen. There might be a completely new system there now because they'll get the stats for it. But, you know, you know, we don't know. Yeah. Like when sneakers wore out within fifteen minutes. <laughs> yeah. I think like like you said that everyone sort of wanted unconscious to be a much more big like bigger part of the game because previously it was it was pretty much you're yeah. either dead or alive ninety percent of the time you get hit once and you're either perfectly fine or you're completely dead. There wasn't really many circumstances where you'd be going unconscious, and I think it's great that you are going unconscious more now. But the issue that these guys have with it is that you're going unconscious too much. So even for example, if you get shot in the leg by a Mosin or any three oh eight or seven six two by fifty four, one your leg's gonna break now. And then two, you're also going to be unconscious. So if you're wearing the best armor in the game, you've got the best helmet, the best vest, the only place you can get hit by a sniper without going unconscious is the arms. Which mm. I, I think that's just too that's just too much in my opinion. So maybe they need to reduce the shock damage. Because yeah. it's the shock that knocks you out, right? So mm -hmm. maybe they need to relook at that for each I think it would be a great mechanic if they would just make it so that the plate carrier will reduce the amount of shock you take, so that if you have a plate carrier, you can take a shot without going unconscious. But, but maybe see, if this, you have a this stab comes vest, down you go unconscious a lot to one shot. the server that you're playing on, in my opinion. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. If you're playing on a server where there's an abundance of high tier ammunition and weapons, then it's going to happen to you more, and you shouldn't really be complaining about it. If you're playing 100. on a more hardcore server where that stuff is rare, then, you know. Mm -hmm. um, See, again, for the likes of um, uh, Tope and, and Minder and that, you know, those guys are going to be dishing out a hell of a lot more uncon statuses and deaths than they're probably going to be receiving because those guys are gods of um, PvP. You know, their skills are mm. insane level. For me, I'm going to be lucky to hit you in your little toe um, if I fire a full mag at you. So they're playing on servers where this is this is something that's got to be remembered when they look at balancing this you know for for the servers i like to play on it, it sounds like other than the issue with maybe um the uh ballistic vests and so on it sounds like it's pretty damn good for me um that's okay. it i'm not a pvp -er. i don't have a lot of skin in that game but <clears throat> for the servers where everyone just runs around shooting each other it's yeah, you know, well, you're choosing to play on this type of server. Yeah, yeah. I, I, we were playing on modded server. Everybody either had 5.56, Mosin ammo, or 308 coming out of yeah. DMRs. Yeah. I got knocked out God knows how many times by 308. 
to to the body. I've also knocked numerous people out. I've one tapped people also in the chest with 308. It varies so much. And I was like, obviously we're going to get knocked out a lot more. We're being shot with 308. Everyone on the surface 308, the loot is insane. So I think the devs look at it because they're implementing it for the vanilla game. The vanilla game is completely different to a highly modded PvP server. It's night and day difference. So I think people need to realize that they're making the game based on the vanilla stats and not, you know, not like people are running around with 338 Lapua snipers and Barrett 50 Mm. cars and 50 BMG ammo and Shaytax and they're wondering why they're getting knocked out all the time because they're playing with (laughs) custom ammo and weapons that are not meant to be in the game at all. And I just think people sometimes forget that, you know, it's a modded server and they're building it for vanilla and it's night and day difference. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think, like I said, the update's not far from being good. I think there is just a couple of things they should tweak, like, for example, the ballistic vests. And in my opinion, you shouldn't go unconscious from a leg shot either, because hmm. getting your leg broke by the shot is already enough of a punishment. And I think that's quite a fun mechanic. I've always wanted to see broken legs come back properly. So yeah, I can imagine you're running through a field, someone takes a shot, the shot hits you in the leg, now your leg's broke and you're rolling, you're trying to find cover, you're trying to fight back. That that sounds fun to me, but right now what's going to happen is you're going to get shot in the leg, you're going to go unconscious and your leg's broke. And by the time you wake up, <laughs> what the hell are you going to do? You're sitting there, you've just woke up, your gun's on the floor, you've got a broken leg, you're pretty much done for. Hmm. I think it'd be so much more fun if you didn't go unconscious from a leg shot from the start. I think that's just... I'd be very yeah. curious to hear from someone because um, like I, I've had I haven't uh, gone uncon once yet because I, I avoid PvP but I'd be very curious to hear how similar it is to the old point six two uh, and pre before days now is it the same sort of rate of uncon or because that, that was almost perfect back then it didn't happen all the time but um, you know you could usually maybe tank a shot or two um, and then you went uncon um yeah your blood loss might drive you uncon and you bled out for a while but um just quickly thank you so much for the raid wobo really appreciate it mate um if you haven't oh fucking who doesn't know who wobo is um (laughs) go give him a follow um he does do his science on stream and yeah um we were just saying wobo how insane you must be right now mate with the changes to 1.12 you must be um just how are you going to fit in all of the updates you need to do? Um, but yeah, um, we, but today's show is just been a, it's been a monster one. Um, yeah, it's just, I don't know. What, what so do you think, Mike? You... Oh, Marks, Marks, go ahead. Can I, can I just point one thing quickly? When you get knocked out in this version of the game, I've noticed you rarely bleed. Rarely bleed. I don't think I bled once when I was knocked out. Um, it's just the shock damage is knocking you out. I've been yeah. flashing red health. I've never been caught once when knocked out. Yeah, that, that that's because of the the armor again. So the bullets actually stopped by the armor. It doesn't actually hit you. Yeah, but and it's just all the shock. I think that's kind of why. What what we found from testing it, obviously, I'm no wobo. I didn't I didn't spend years testing things, but I did get a decent amount of time to test some stuff. And it's pretty much if you have a plate carrier and you're shot in the chest by anything. There's not really any circumstance where you're going to die before you go unconscious, which mm-hmm. which is good in my opinion. But 
it is the main thing that these guys are complaining about, like Tobin, Minder, and all them. It's just that you go unconscious so fast to a point where you would have been fine in one eleven. Like you shoot someone twice with an M4 in the chest, they're unconscious. Twice with an AK, they're unconscious. Once with a Mosin, they're unconscious. Mm -hmm. And it's it sort of makes you feel like almost what's the point in having the best armor in the game if you're going to get dropped unconscious and 90% of the time one or two shots. Yeah. Like I, I think just it, have... it does just, it needs to be toned down just slightly, so not not back to what it was before because you would barely ever go unconscious before. Yeah. But just, it's just slightly too much right now. Like I have a perfect clip of that, like exactly what you just said in my most recent video. Uh, I'm shot by a DMR right in the chest i have a play carry on i like my stun goes back and then my character falls to the floor flashing red health not a single cut just have to yeah that's another thing actually is the the stuns so right now the only calibers that stun you are the 308 and 762 by 54 mm -hmm. and by stun i mean that animation where your character sort of stumbles back and you get shot and they really but stun that, you as well. that will only happen now if you go unconscious after it as well if that makes sense. So if, if you're shot by a Mosin or a Winnie, you're going to stumble and then you're going to go unconscious. So that there's not mm. going to be any point yeah. where you're going to stumble and then not go unconscious after it. And it, it sort of just, it makes the stumbling completely useless. Like, what's the point of having the stumbling in the game? Because you're going to go unconscious immediately after it anyway. So that, yeah. that, that could be a decent way to balance it would be that if you get hit by a Mosin when you're wearing a plate carrier, maybe you, you don't go unconscious, but you do stumble. That, 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 could work. that could work, but then they kind of need to work out the stumble because when you're stumbling, you can't shoot. Mm -hmm. So they yeah. need to balance that then as well somehow, or maybe maybe not. Maybe that's just how the effect of it goes. Because um, I, I guess an if in real life, if you were shot in the chest with a play car and had a 308 on, you'd be stumbling as well. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Yeah, but I, <laughs> I don't really that. like the whole the real life argument. I guess like of course it's important to be realistic in a game like this, but. Hmm. I would argue it's more important to get a fun balance for the game than to be oh, yeah, completely stuck to realism. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, if they want to, so if you want to talk about realism, um, back to the uh, uncon status uh, thing with the ATM ammo, the values just seem weird. Um, the, there's, I, I don't understand um, that they, you know, what was it? It was about the same as five five six. Yeah, so they changed. The, I don't actually know what the damages are now. I don't know if Wobo could maybe tell you, but they changed the damages of 5.56 and 7.62 to make the damages different. But the shock's the exact same. They're both going to drop you unconscious with two shots. So again, what's the point? Or for example, the AKS-74U, that now does quite a lot less damage than the rest of the mm -hmm. ARs because the bullet's coming out a lot slower. It's a shorter barrel. It's going to yeah. do less damage. But that still drops you unconscious in two shots. So it's kind of... It's like they're taking a step forward and then a step a step back at the same time. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's weird. Uh, ultimately, this all comes back to it would have been great if they put up some PvP deathmatch servers and said, how mm -hmm. at it. Uh, this is what we've done. Yep. Maybe work with a Wobo to... Yeah, you know, get the information out there, Wobo and Asmondian, um, in a easily digestible format for everyone, so they can understand it and they can give feedback. This doesn't seem right. This doesn't seem right. This this is great. Um, I would personally love to see it that the calibers are all, you know, e each weapon is a bit more unique. AKM um, ammo, 
762 by 39 um, should be heavier than 556. But it yeah, should come at a penalty of increased weight uh, for a 30-round mag and the rifle, plus increased recoil. I was uh, just going to say that. I think pretty yeah. much every AR and Daisy should have more recoil. Like the M4, you can you rip the, the carry handle sight off it and you've got this insane meta beast of a gun where it, mm. you can spray a 60-round mag and it barely moves and there's no there's nothing to really stop you just rinsing someone that's anywhere mm. close to you I, I don't really feel like it fits much in a game like daisy i think because your character's not a military specialist he's not no. going to be someone that's had the trained experience shooting yep. a rifle like that it's going to kick more than like most people would handle it i think there just needs to be more recoil in pretty much everything. So I think, like you said, the AKM should hit harder but have more recoil. The 5.56 should do slightly less damage, slightly less, like, you know, there just needs to be a bit more diversity in it than what it is right now, I would say. Buddy, do you remember you were saying that Scum has character progression, is it where yes. you can give points to certain things? So is there a case for in Daisy where... There is a character of aggression for your PvP skills. For your shooting skills, for example. So everybody starts off on the blank page. Everybody's terrible. You know, their control, gun control is terrible and all that. But over time, the more PvP you do, the more shooting you do, whether it be hunting, killing people, whatnot, slowly goes up and balances out the guns. See, or is that something that would work in the game? I, or is that... I like um, Scum's approach purely because it's different to DayZ. I think one of the, the one mm. of the big selling points for Daisy as opposed to Scum is everyone is on an equal playing field. It comes down mm. to your own you, your own innate ability as a PvPer, how well you've learned the mechanics. Whereas Scum has both a little column A and a lot of column B. A, a little of a column A is your own you know innate PvP skills, but then a lot of it comes down to you know, how long your character's been alive and um, how well you progress with certain weapons. So it's... I, I would not like to see that come into Daisy. I like that Daisy is a blank um, canvas and it comes down to, you know, the, the, ultimately it comes down to get good. <laughs> yeah, yeah, true, true. Yeah. Good point. Yeah, there's nothing against Scum's ways. It's it, that's how that's one of the things I like about Scum is they're doing things differently. They're not trying to just be a carbon copy of DayZ. Uh, but yeah, uh, I I much prefer it the way uh, the way it is. It's you know uh, I know if I go into a PvP battle against um, well pretty much ninety percent of the player base, I'm gonna die. Um, to be honest, that makes it all the more rewarding when I come out on top. Um, you'll see a reaction from me if I was to kill someone in a PvP fight that you wouldn't get from a taupe or a minder. You know, for them to just be minder, a minder I think is GG. That's, that's about all he says when he kills someone now. I kill someone and it's and that's what I love about DayZ. I don't want the game yeah. to make it easy for me. I'm either going to get good or I'm going to keep dying. But when I get those sweet, sweet, sweet PvP victories, it's it's something I remember. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah I think more recoil is definitely something I would like to see in the game. Just I'm uh, just thinking about it when you guys were talking there, like 
the guns like the FN file, the LAR it's called in game, like a no fully automatic 308 rifle it and it move. barely moves it barely yeah. moves at all mate i have fired that thing irl admittedly not um in full auto mode uh, but trust me it kicks like a mofo uh, yeah <laughs> you learn to respect that rifle um exactly. it's it scared the living bejesus out of me um because i don't ever fired a 22 rifle before that um, and then straight away I'm up to this um, bloody 308 caliber rifle and it, it, it hurt um, when I was mm. first shooting it. Um, to shoot that thing on full auto, mate, yeah, you would exactly. need to have guns the size yeah, exactly. of Arnold Schwarzenegger. And it's even worse thinking about it in the context that your character is literally just some random guy that's washed up on the beach. Yeah. Yeah. Right, give me a sec. Um, you guys keep talking about this topic. I'm just trying to uh, do a giveaway. I've got to do some giveaways of um, game codes. I, think... I, I I have a feeling in the next... Uh, I don't know. They, I, I have a feeling in the next while you'll probably see an experimental update come out. Because mm -hmm. I, I usually I think that they'll probably always put it to experimental before bringing it to the in-game. But you might see something soon um yeah come out and experimental for them test stuff but if they do for the love of god get on the experimentals and test it yeah i, I think there's been too much backlash from this update for them to just ignore it and wait till the next update yeah. i reckon that something's going to come at least but I if, think the, the if, biggest issues would just be slightly toning down the uncon stuff i, I think yeah, yeah. the zeds can be like the zeds can be how they are how they are right now that's fine because like you said some people that that do enjoy the more PvE style and fighting Zeds, they're, they're going to love that. But, mm -hmm. for example, servers that are more PvP based, they can just reduce the amount of Zeds spawning on the server. Oh, like, that's... The zombies are one-shots. Everybody's running around with true so you can just one-shot the zombie. They, that hasn't changed compared to... Yeah, I feel like that's a whole new thing that... Like, I've been talking to JLK about that a lot recently, is that he usually likes to play on the more modded style of servers compared mm. to sort of lightly modded and stuff. Yeah. He, he's kind of getting to the point where he's realizing that those servers are just so bad because the people that play them and the people that make them seem to think that bigger guns is going to equal bigger fun. Yeah. In a game like Daisy, that's just not the case because everyone's dying in one shot and firefights are over in the blink of an eye and you spend hours running up to get one tap to come back and run to the local trader and buy a full new set of guns and get one tap and run back again and of course to each their own some people love that but in my opinion that's you're not getting the full daisy experience playing like that no it's it's, it's shitty it's it's boring more than anything like you get that say minute to five minutes worth of pv action and then half an hour of running back again it's like ugh, just... yeah that, that's why I, I like the concept of this update so much because I remember it was it was 1.02 the update was one of my favorites because they had just reintroduced the uncon status back because in 0.63 it wasn't in the game hmm. and they had just introduced it back and people were going unconscious quite often and i was shooting people unconscious and taking hostages and getting into interactions that i would have never been in before yeah, yeah. and since then i've not been able to do it because i cannot remember the last time i shot someone unconscious <laughs> yeah me neither well, not until this update came out, yeah, yeah, I don't remember the last one. 
Mm-hmm. That, that's why I think the concept of the update's great, and I'm I'm really excited for them to just tweak it more and make it better because I think it is such an important part of the game and just making everything more complex as well. Like Daisy is a game that should be so complex, but at the moment or not at the moment because of one twelve, but it was just so simple previously. You know, your legs mm. would practically never get broke by a gunshot. You'd almost never go unconscious from a gunshot. It's a game where it's trying so hard to be realistic and then you take a shot to the face and all you do is wrap a rag around your arm and you're perfectly fine. Like, yeah, I'm all for yeah. making the game more complicated than it is. Like, you know, I think that definitely needs to happen. Mm-hmm. I think people should definitely be giving feedback to this, but don't be you know, going out to your abusing them saying it's all shit and boycotting the game. Yeah. Just play it, gather gather information, gather bugs, be like, okay, this doesn't work, this works. Whether you're on modded, vanilla, lightning model, whatever, it's all the same. Any feedback yeah. is good feedback, just as long as you're not abusing them and just being toxic. Uh, that, that's I know there the is... best way to get their attention as well, because if, if you're just abusing them, they're not going to want to read your point. <laughs> if yeah. you're just shouting abuse at them, it's going to completely invalidate anything you're saying. Mm-hmm. But if you're coming respectfully and making some constructive criticism, they're a lot more likely to actually listen to what you're saying. Yeah. Like, you know, there's a lot of bigger YouTubers out that were just complaining and they just didn't seem to be, I'm not going to name any names, but just seemed to be complaining and just giving out and not giving the criticism that they needed to. Yeah. Whether a public or private, just give the, if you've said it publicly or if you've messaged them privately, then do you really need to talk about it publicly? Like if you have nothing good to add, just kind of leave it. And just Mate, but it's, what, it's just, what they do. It's, so it's, it's they, they, they live their lives. And I'm not saying what they do um, as a dig at them, but it's, they are um, internet personalities. And they they react with you know they communicate with their um, with their fan base, uh, their oh, followers know, yeah, but, and so on. Yeah, and yeah, yeah, sure. But you know, and Twitter is a horrible medium at times when you're only allowed X amount of um, characters to yeah. elaborate. You know, so many times I've ended up in um, tete-a-tetes with people online, and it's like uh, I've I've had to explain. Usually, I've had to explain myself um, because I've um, upset someone um in you know the way i worded something but yeah sure it could have been you know elaborated on but i'm not gonna you know judge someone too harshly on that yeah it's just a good thing there's a block feature there's quite a few people allowed to block them <laughs> and there is yeah. something going on between you and chris kapow mike it's some sort of weird sort of nepotistic relationship yeah. with you two he's like he's like a mentor in a way i would say I hate him and I love him. He's a bit, he's a bit weird though. I think he's, he is. He is. He's a very weird individual. He's a bit, yeah, he's a, he's a bit of a strange one. I would say. Um, now I've just started a giveaway, folks. Please share it. Get as many people in here as possible. You can win one of five Daisy or four Scum keys. Um, all you got to do is type exclamation mark raffle and then the number of tickets you want to buy. They cost Boomer bucks, which everyone who follows me has some in chat. Um, so enter them. Get your um, uh, points in, and yeah, no, uh, exclamation mark raffle, and then the amount of tickets you want to buy. You can buy up to 40. Um, subscribers get a bonus 10. Um, okay. We'll draw this at the end of the uh, podcast. I have 80,000 boomer boxes. I'm about to win all these games. 
<laughs> so that's why I put a limit on how many. But yes, you can enter, Marks. Mike, you can enter. Blunden, you can enter. Um, you might win a scum key if you want that. I've got four scum keys to give away and five Daisy e keys to give away. So I'm certain you all know someone who um, might want um, a copy of Daisy. Um, and yeah, scum's also on sale right now, folks. So good time. Uh, no, you can only enter up to uh, 40. Yeah, Mike? Oh, shit. Okay. <laughs> I hate to do this, boys, but uh, i got a family thing, so I'm going to have to dock it a bit early. But, uh, good, appreciate mate. it. Thank you for having London, me. Thank you so much for coming on, mate, and I'm so on. glad we've yeah, got dude. to start with your story at the beginning because we've, we've, we've talked a bit of crap about DayZ of late, but at the end of the day, all of this aside, we've all got to remember just how fucking amazing this game is. Yeah, there's nothing like it, man. No. That's why we all keep coming back. We, all, we, we get so passionate about it because we love it so fucking much. Remember that when you're frustrated with the game. The reason you're frustrated yeah, is because you love it so much. Because it means so much to you. Saved me and many others from cracking up, I'm sure. Yeah, sure has. Sure has. All right, boys. Well, have a good night. No worries. All great. the best, buddy. Appreciate Thank you so much chats. for coming on. Thank you, boys. Cheers. Um, what's Bud saying? You haven't mentioned one of the biggest changes with 1.12. You can now burn fat. What does he mean? You cook no, that's, by that's cooking. That's always been in the. That's yeah. always been the case. No, didn't it? No, didn't it just um, deteriorate? It, it went down in oh, value. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're yeah, right, you're right. Actually, yeah, it would just deteriorate and then despawn. Yeah. So now oh. you can actually burn it. There you go. Um. Shit, we 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 are fucking just absolutely killing it at the moment. We still got so much to um, cover. Um, yeah, let's change topic. Yeah, we, well, I think we I think we've done that one to death. Um, but the next topic is a fucking doozy. And Marks, I'm gonna let you take the lead on this, mate. Essica map release. Oh yeah. Uh, I start. It's amazing. <laughs> yeah. It's um, they re they released it on the perfect day. As well, they released the exact same day the update came out, and I think that done them really well. Um, the map itself, obviously, is nowhere near completion. Um, I think anybody who's played the map now knows that. And when that map is done, whenever that'll be, it will probably be one of the best maps the game's ever seen. Um, it's just fantastic. I played it for two days straight, and usually, like, you play a map or you play a game for a while and check out the update, and you kind of sometimes you can get a bit bored. But with this one, I just I just kept wanting to play it and play it and play it and play it. It's just really, really good, really fun. The the flooded part of Esker itself, just all of it is just amazing. Really, really nice, and I can't wait to see what. I'm they, just uh, showing a few screenshots I took because I jumped on before I started this morning. Um, yeah. And the it's like nothing I've seen before. Um it just looks so immersive. I cannot wait. Um, I'm, I'm really hoping, and Spud, you're in chat. I'm really hoping you start a um, DDU Essica map um, with vanilla loot in that um, because it's just... The, the, the guy, Rudy, who was taking me around the map took me to the police station with all the fences and just looks like it was actually you know a last bastion of defense during the 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 you know the the anarchy and chaos and um then this crowded street where there's like a checkpoint uh where they've tried to 
you know, the apartment buildings. They, they've made assets that are everywhere in the old um, maps we play just look completely different. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had to get a photo um, on top of the... The, the iconic photo that everyone saw when you uh, when we were talking about Esker, the the flooded police station with the statue out the front of it, um, and I gave it the big thumbs up. It has so got a thumbs up from me. Yeah, just okay. impressive. It's my favorite map now by far. By far and away, it's one of the best maps out there. Um, I can't wait to see what it's it's fully like. You know, give us. However many months down the road that'll be when it's all released and everything. I just it's gonna be amazing. It's really gonna be amazing. Um can't wait to can't wait to hop on and play it again. And like if you're I know buddy you're not much of a PvP guy. Um Mike, I don't know if you are. But Essica City is probably the, one of the most fun places you can PvP. Cause there's you know what like you go into Chernogorsk or Electro or that. It's just all, all kind of the same, but with the city mm. in Electro or in Essica, there's so many different parts. Like you could be PvPing in the zoo at one stage, and then you could be going down and PvPing in the flooded area of the map, or you could be PvPing underground in the city. We were doing roof rooftop sniper battles on top of the apartment buildings at one stage. And then, you know, you're in the town and you hear shots from the airfield a couple hundred meters across the river and you you start bolting it over there and stuff, and it's just it's great. It's really, really great. What are you? Th- what are your thoughts on it, Mike? Uh, I haven't had a whole lot of experience on it. I played it once and I watched one stream of it, so I haven't seen much. But I will say visually, the best map I've ever seen as far as aesthetic goes. The attention to detail in some areas is just insane. It mm-hmm. Really talented people making it. It seems that. The, the way they can just turn because like, there's not even much new assets in it it's not as if there's new models or textures it's all stuff that we've already seen in the game it's just that they're using it in a way that I've never seen anyone use them in DayZ before it, it really it makes it look so much more run down and so much more detailed and it looks old it looks as if it's really been beaten up and people are trying to survive there but the only issue I had with it obviously was the pretty big dip in performance near the city area. That I did and have a sort of My PC's not, it's not exactly a beast, it's, it's not bad at all, but it's sort of kind of mid to low high tier, I would say, but I think for a lot of people that really obsess over FPS, it's not going to be a good map for them, I would say. Mm-hmm. But it I, definitely I'm ass- has a lot of potential. Yeah. Definitely. I'm assuming the... Like, they, they seem to just kind of release the map and get it out there because people are so hyped up for it. It wouldn't surprise me if in a couple of weeks we'd have an update for that as well, fixing a load of issues. Because I know there is a lot of buildings around that are not placed correctly as well. Mm-hmm. Um, like, and the map is only, what, three days old? Yeah, it's a you first know? iteration so, as well. Still and it's, it's, still, it's technically still classed as a public test. It's not even an official release yet. True. So, you know, it's not an official release map. It's still in just the testing stages. So it's going to be... A while before we get a full polished version of it. but even with this rough version of it well, i wouldn't even call it rough it's you know it's what well, what would you say 75 percent done like it's just the it's only, beautiful the only other thing yeah. i would say about it maybe is the flow of the map maybe a bit 
weird. I think the spawn points could be changed. Bombs so weird, I don't yeah. think I don't think you should spawn near Essaker, in my opinion. I don't think I think Essaker should be sort of end game almost. That that's somewhere you want to go because mm. if everyone's spawning near Essaker, you're going to have a sort of Vorkuta and the Malk dynamic where everyone's just going to be there fresh APVP and all day almost. That's what's happening. But it's like there was sometimes I spawned right on the airfield. On a highly modded server, I just run in and get, you know, a rifle and footy geared within minutes. Yeah, I'm just. And it was fun. That... It was fun for the, the testing stage, but they'll probably fix them at some stage. I would yeah. assume. I'm hoping they can carry that level of detail throughout the rest of the map as well, though, yeah. because so far it seems like the city and the zoo, from what I've seen, are amazing looking. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you get some sort of rural towns that just look like your standard Daisy town, in a way, which isn't bad. There needs to be some of those, I guess, but. I'm just I'm I'm hoping to see some more areas that are as nice looking as these ones are. Yeah, um, I think there will be. I think again, it just takes you know time. God, I don't know how difficult it is to make a custom map, but I'm assuming it's pretty, <laughs> pretty difficult, pretty time consuming. So uh, I'll leave it in their hands. I'm pretty sure that'll be. A... They have it's in safe hands. I'm just um, absolutely blown away by the level of detail. Um, yeah, as I said, yes, I'm not a, um, a PVPer, but I can see myself um, spending a bit of time. I, I was running around um, the zoo in particular with um, Rudy, and as much as I'm not a PVPer, I could see the just how awesome it, it gave me flashbacks of some of the old Call of Duty maps. Just some of the, you know, because it's kind of a fenced-off area, it almost is a bit like a Call of Duty map in in some um, aspects. Um, just absolutely beautifully done, absolutely yeah. beautifully done. I am blown away uh, by what they've done. It's it's really dynamic for gameplay as well because it's not just like it's not just like a city and regular generous where it's just going to be almost just horizontal gameplay and nothing else. But because yeah. there's so much height in the map that there's so many angles you can get vertically as well that. It, it looks like it's going to be a lot more dynamic, I guess, I would say. Like, we were, you know the, I don't know if you know, the underground area that's in the middle of Essica. You can kind of go down, it's like a flowed market on the ground. Me and Cairo were standing there, and we had another teammate that was further back. Sniping from the apartment buildings, giving us cover as we were going to, and he was able to spot people in the middle of that city and be like, there was a pinging system on the server that we were on, so he was able to ping where the player was, and we would literally just run to the ping and be able to take out people just like that. It was you couldn't experience that on, you know, trainers. Yeah. It was just it was really cool. That said, it did seem to hit um, performance a bit for me. Admittedly, I was streaming and I did have my graphics settings at high, um, but even with my specs, I had to drop it down to low. Um, to stream and play in Esca, but I can live with that. It's yeah. such a fucking amazing location. I can live with having to drop it down. If I want to stream and um, run around in Esca, that's on me. Um, yeah. What was it like being in there when you weren't streaming? Have either of you two been in there when you weren't streaming? Uh, well, I don't stream personally, so... Yeah, what was it, what was it like in Esca for you? What sort of settings... Uh, so I run mostly high settings, but uh, my PC is literally my graphics cards on RX 580, which is the GTX equivalent of like a 1660 or a 1650 yep. almost. 
so it's it's nothing crazy at all and it, it did get quite bad in some places honestly where if i was to do a full 360 the game would even stutter a little bit it, it was i can imagine if you were pvp and for some people that are on systems even worse than mine that it's going to be pretty much not worth it at all i would say i know uh do you guys know dennis you know who dennis is his name's no. blue blue is banned on twitch no I no he's, he's he's just a smaller streamer but his pc's pretty like low tier and he he was really really struggling on it he was like he was saying he could almost basically not play it because of the optimization was so poor on it really? and i think for a lot yeah. of people that is going to be the case as well because some some people are almost addicted to fps like if you're getting less than 60 fps for some people that's a big deal for me personally as long as it's playable i'm fine i don't run yeah. with an fps counter on or anything mm -hmm. i'm not really too bothered i like to just play the game if i can play it i can play it but for a lot of people that's just not the case actually well, while we're talking about this bad. right now I, I shared it on twitter i've been talking about it in my stream um but right now if you are a content creator or you're someone who likes to record gameplay what you need to do is i'm just gonna lower um that down is right click on your dashboard this is all thanks to mario um yes the amazing mario um mike go to display settings then click on uh scroll down to graphic settings and this little box here hardware accelerated gpu scheduling reduce latency and improve performance you'll need to restart your pc to have your changes take effect by default this is off i have had the worst internet marks you know what it's been like for me in the podcasts in the past yeah and mm -hmm. that box ticking that one little box has changed my my computer like other than when i got into essica um because i was running at high graphics and streaming at the same time um my, my stream choked because i've gone up to a 5000 bit rate streaming in 1080 so i'm pushing it i am pushing it for aussie internet but i dropped it down to low and it went fine again other than when i'm in a you know places like that or samobar and scum uh, the main city there which is also uh, pretty hard that one little button will change your computer if your computer has been struggling um check that that uh, that button is ticked yeah i've I had people talking to me about uh, ram updates you know potentially my graphics card was faulty no it was just one little button because i stream and i record and all the rest of it heck i could even probably start looking i haven't been recording um the podcast so i've just been ripping them um live from um youtube i could probably start looking now at recording them uh, because my computer can handle it now so i don't know um I'll, I'll, I'll show it one more time on your dashboard right click go to display settings scroll all the way down click on graphic settings and this little box up here hardware accelerated gpu scheduling make sure it's ticked to on that's our public service announcement um, that gets us into the pearly gates marks we've done our good deed for the uh for the day happy days
but yeah um i am so excited to uh spend some time running around in essica guys yeah it, the, the city is amazing but i also want to see what else is out there you know a part of the attraction for scum with me was it was a new map um, that i didn't know um still don't know it all um but to be able to do this back in you know my bow my daisy um and such a tastefully done job like that city is just next level good next level yeah. good it's it kind of makes me a bit sad in a way that journalist looks so basic like it doesn't really make you you don't realize it until you you play a map like Essicon and then you go back and look at journalists and like in my opinion journalist is one of the best maps from yes. any game ever but in terms of it looking like it's from a zombie apocalypse eh, not really between deer isle and essica um and now and Namolsk as well they're really showing what's capable with uh the map making yeah as doj I mean, just I, said I in chat turnus is like for... 10 years old though yes that is so good though turnus <laughs> is like so much has came from daisy it's just mind-blowing to think like all the biggest games right now warzone pubg fortnite all those games like that none of them would exist if daisy generous wasn't a thing mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's true very true the engine seems to struggle when there's a lot of polygons in one scene yeah i noticed that when i was in esca uh, at one point there it just the, the, the zoo wasn't too bad the zoo was nice um, but once I started yeah. heading into the main town around the police station, it just, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly where my issues started to kick in as well. The, the rest of it was perfectly playable, but yeah. once I was getting near the sort of main town, the downtown area, it was, it was getting to a point where I was kind of like, eh, this is not so good. Yeah, um, I, I had the same issue as well. I was getting between 40 and 60 FPS in those towns, so it wasn't too bad. I don't know if, I hope there's a way that they can fix that and it's just like a little bug or something that they have i hope but either either if not i'm still gonna play it so you know um what else have we got um <laughs> marks this tweet oh yeah you didn't like it how could you not like this just annoyed me <laughs> it really bogged me it just took took me the wrong way pissed me off i thought yeah, it was yeah. fucking not, hilarious not, it was a first rate <laughs> tier one troll absolute tier one troll had some sugar yeah. gonna go into some daisy stream see if i can get kicked for asking why the dude who made it never finished it be right back <laughs> i fucking cacked myself I actually was one of those streams because somebody did come into the stream and was like, where's Deal Hog Dean Hall gone? Mm. <laughs> that actually happened. Abandoned straight afterwards. But it just, yeah, the, the, the thing that I liked about it the most was it's been kind of a secret, but it is no secret if you follow Dean Hall at all. Daisy was an emotional roller coaster for the guy, um, is my mm. understanding of the game. He had a vision for it. The game deviated from that vision, um, and he he moved on, um, yeah. and copped a lot of 
semi-understandable flack, but at the same time, if you were developing something and it started straying from what you wanted, would you want to still be involved with it? Probably not. I mean, at this point, one of the only OG developers left is Adam. Yeah. Sunrack, of course, the lead designer, but so many of the guys have moved on and left, like you said, that I think it, it kind of shows a lot about what must be going on behind the scenes with Bohemia's direction. But I've watched interviews with Dean Hall where he, you could see, you could see it in his face, you could hear it in his voice, just how emotional Daisy was as a, from concept through to rollout and then you know him deciding to leave the game and all the rest of it. I don't think he mm. made that decision lightly. I don't think it was a case of yes, he's got a Lambo now um, and drives around <laughs> in it, but. Again, you know, I've never made a secret of the fact that I don't begrudge people making a dollar from something they come up with. Um, in his case, he made a hell of a lot of dollars. Um, but yeah. you know, every episode, uh, marks we always bring up about you know today. Today we've been pushing Wobo. Fucking subscribe to his Patreon, you cheap bastards. Um, but I, I see no issue with him having made bank on a great idea. Um, yeah, and. For, from everything I've seen, yeah, you know, you, you look at Glassdoor and there's some, you know, usually uh, Glassdoor reviews are done by people leaving the company and some of them may be sacked, so take them um, what you will. But from all, from everything I've seen, his company is a fucking dream company to work for if you're in the game development business. You know, unlimited leave. You can take as much leave as you want. There's no set four weeks. Like in America, I don't even think they have a set fucking amount of leave. Um, uh, that that you're obligated by your employer to give you as paid leave every year. Um, he said, take as much leave as you want. If it's going to make you a better employee, you know, people generally, yeah, you'll get a few douchebags who might abuse it, but do you think they're going to stay as an employee too long? If they're the sort of douchebags who are going to re- abuse that, they're going to be shit employees as well. Um, so he's, he's giving back. Um, and... This to me was just a sign that maybe, just maybe, he's starting to, you know, embrace Daisy again. Um, I I, I yeah. loved it when I saw it. I haven't seen him tweet something like that in quite a while. You go, girl. That was awesome. Fucking loved it. And, <laughs> and the comment, the comments were brilliant as well. I heard he took all the money and ran off into the mountains or something. <laughs> Pretty sure that was some guy called Hicks. Like, even... He, he must have been on something because there was even a tweet um, earlier. Um... <laughs> yeah, he's, he's watching a, a streamer. Um, he's been playing the game. Yeah, quite this a lot one here. Um, Brian Hitch's tweet at Gary Moon. I don't know how you did it, but you got all my favourite Daisy mod devs doing nothing but talking about how to convince you to give keys to your new project. I'm just hoping we'll still be able to turn our subreddits against each other again. Um, and Dean uh, retweets. Shall I contribute a half finished game to this challenge? Plenty of mountains for me left to climb. It's just, yeah. You know, to me, it says. He's in a better place mentally, and that's a good thing. Yeah. Regardless of what you think of the guy, that's a good thing. Yep. Go watch a few of his interviews and tell me you uh, don't feel sorry for him um, at times. Yes, it's hard to feel sorry for a guy who made fucking bank, um, but don't hold that against him. 
he came up with a great idea and he got rewarded for it and kudos to fucking him and i hope to god we see more of this happen you know there's not a lot of companies out there that do that um with people who create content for them um you know you've got player unknown um you know to look at it admittedly i live in a bit of a bubble but tell me examples in other gaming spheres of people who've made bank from making stuff for that game can anyone there was a no. minecraft mod that done it now they're creating their own game yep <laughs> because they made a minecraft mod good on them i was throwing game in the studio and everything there probably is I other examples that. but yeah oh, we can name two that are related to daisy and bohemia interactive straight away Love them or hate them, it, it's a good company to do, develop stuff on because you could become a fucking multi-millionaire. Could. Maybe, probably won't, but you could. So, yeah. Brendan, Brendan Green's a local boy. He's only about an hour away from me. Ah, yeah. that's right. Yes, really? yes. Mm. Now, I have something personal that uh, I want to release, and it's Daisy-related. No, I'm not going to show you my latest infection or anything like that. That you know, Old people always love to show you their uh, latest cut or whatever and stuff like that. Mine is something a bit better. Just got to give me a sec. Oh, God. What the hell is he doing? What? What? And he's going to try and put the headset on. What? A twat. <laughs> what are you laughing at? You. Put my uh, headphones on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so what I'm wearing, um, even though it's too um, too uh, oh, my head's too fat to um, get the chin strap on anymore. Um, oh yeah, I wear glasses now as well. That might have been what was stopping me getting it on properly. Nah, my head's too fat. Need to adjust the chin strap. But um, this is now an item in DayZ. Not with the badges. Um, I didn't want the badges on there because um, you need to basically get government approval for the military badges to be in. But I have been... Um, some of you may know I was working on a um, a mod that didn't come to fruition. Um, I, when I say working on it, I had an idea and then I um, paid some people much more talented than me to do the real work. Um, Windstride and um, uh, Dumpgra. Uh, but sadly, it was just going to be too costly for me to be able to put the bill for. Maybe down the line, I might look at bringing it back. But in the interim, I'd paid um, Windstride a bit of money. Um, to do some work and he said well what what with the what's remaining what do you want me to do i said well how about a hat and he goes he, oh, he actually said i'd like to add something to my clothing pack for you maybe and i was like fuck man get my own item in windstrides clothing pack geez what would i want you know straight away your your head goes to the egotistical thing of yeah get a boydy fucking hoodie no i didn't think that <laughs> no i didn't think that um straight away my mind went to um my Slouch at.
So I will, give me a second. I'm going to have to change my uh, screen share so you guys can see it as well. Um, so now forgive me if I sound ignorant, but is there a difference between that and a cowboy hat or are they two completely separate things? Very. Look, the, the, base, the base hat can be turned into a cowboy hat, um, but this is a, um, a military slouch hat. So let me just turn that off. And then if I go um, screen share, there we go. So that's just the inside of it. That little code there actually takes you to the Wounded Heroes website. Um, oh, that's pretty cool. So yeah, because it's a military thing, um, that'll work in the game and that um that's a bit of a, you know, a further slightly further away shot uh, but this is what it looks like on someone shit that's nice actually kind of cool yeah holding it in your hand that was before he put the code on there A wide-brimmed felt or cloth hat, most commonly worn as part of a military uniform, often, although not always, with a chin strap, became a, became a famous symbol of the Australian fighting man during World War One. Nice. That's, that's it when it's wet. And yeah, that's, that's the QR code. Windstrike does really well. Is, uh, getting his clothing to look nice when it's actually been like raining in game. Hmm. So I'm honoured that Windstride would let me add something to his... I've got something in my hair. What the hell is that? Get out of there. <laughs> Old people. Dust. Uh, but I'm honoured that he would let me do that. Um, really, really honoured. Um, and that should be added to the pack today um, or possibly in there now. So if you want, you can add that to your server. Um, just as something a bit different for characters to be able to wear in game um, Now some people may uh, Question the fact that it has a green puggery and not the khaki one that is more common um, That's because my battalion that I served in the first battalion Royal Australian Regiment um, Is actually allowed to wear a green puggery. It makes us different to everyone else um, So yeah, I'm pretty fucking over the moon to have my own item in Windstride's um, clothing pack. You know, it's, yeah. And the fact that I was able to add a QR code uh, that I know detracts a little bit from it, but it takes people to uh, a good charity uh, means the world to me. So, yeah, thank you so much, Windstride. Um, that's a, you know, just me telling yeah, Windstride cool. how happy I am to know him and a little bit of bromance <laughs> there. That's me and Windstride, kind of bitter, bitter. Hey, bro. That's really good. Yeah, that's cool. That is very cool. He's a good guy. He's a fucking good guy, man. Yeah. Um, I just got told to check my Twitter notifications real quick. Um, oh, far more. Howdy. Didn't mean this one.
Um, so yeah, <laughs> pretty chuffed. Pretty fucking chuffed. That is a, that is very very cool. Definitely cool. I always like those type of hats. I know it's not a cowboy hat, but that's it's similar style. And it's always one of those type of hats I always pick up in Daisy whenever I see him. So yeah, and it's, it's why I went for the brim up as well because um, that's ceremonial. Um, a lot of people do wear them with the brim down, so it's flat like that. But there's plenty of cowboy hats already. I wanted something yeah, that yeah. added just a little bit of debonair and um, you know just just something a bit different and it it. It means it means a lot to me personally, you know. To yeah, I know it's silly, but I'm old Actually, and I'm it's, sentimental. It's very, cool. it's very cool. Um, console topic: <clears throat> the state of console servers at the moment is beyond terrible. Xbox servers, I should say, no idea about PlayStation. Mike, you were uh, one of the key contributors in this discussion between you and Melbourne. Explain it to me, mate. So, I played Daisy on Xbox since the day it released for, I think, two years. I only got my PC a few months ago. And community servers, when they first came out, were great because it offered you a chance to play in servers with more than 60 people. But since those released, I feel like it's sort of hurt the game because all the high-pop community servers turned into just these insanely laggy just deathmatch servers where you would spawn on the coast and there would be saigas and m4s in every single house that you walked into and it was all about just shooting freshies all day on the coast and there was no real daisy gameplay to it and right before i switched to pc no joke when i say every single high pop server was like that there was not a single no sorry sorry there was one ncrp that's the one i mentioned that was the only mm -hmm. server that i knew that was high pop, that wasn't a literal deathmatch server. And of course, I, I don't know what it's like right now because I don't play Xbox anymore, but I'm still close with a lot of my mates who are. And from what I've been told from them, it's it's just got worse since then. Now, he did say um, at the end here, um, there was a comment about that... Um, the Series S and X have made it a game you can reliably play. Um, I don't know what it's been like with PlayStation 5. Um, has that improved it? I couldn't tell you, mate. I have no idea, but the Xbox version has always been ever so slightly more optimised than the PlayStation version, from, at least from what I've been told. Again, like I said, I, don't, I haven't played PlayStation, but a lot of my people that I know that have played PlayStation say that it's worse very slightly. And I think that is just because Xbox has had more time than PlayStation has to optimize it because the game was out on Xbox for years longer than it was on PlayStation, you know? Mm -hmm. But apparently the next-gen version is a huge step up as far as performance goes. Apparently the game runs consistent frame rates. It's, it's nice, it's smooth, it's a lot more playable. But the server choices, like, like I was saying here, apparently the community servers that there is to choose from are just rotten because <laughs> right terrible. now as i understand it there's nothing else like daisy on console is there no nothing but rust is in beta for console scum yep. when i interviewed um thomas love um said that they will be looking at console post 1.0 release for scum as well 
Mm-hmm. Daisy needs to pull its socks up. Um, yep. Uh, sorry, Vigor. Uh, Vigor, but Vigor is a bit more like an EFT game, from what I can tell. Yeah, no. Yeah. Vigor's not great, in my opinion. It's not open survival, I don't think, isn't it? Yeah, it's, it's, it's the based. same. Exactly, more like EFT. So you, yeah. you spawn into a raid and you get like 10, 15 minutes to loot or whatever, and then you need to extract. It's not open mm. world or anything. Mm. Yeah. So, you know, there's a danger there for DayZ that if they don't um, do something to fix. With that said, you know, are they of the opinion now? Next gen consoles are here. We're not going to bother supporting old gen. Like, what, what's the supply issue mm-hmm. like with the car next gen consoles? Um, are they the uh, same? Or is there still the same issues there was at release? There is rarest rocking sure horse shit. Yeah. So apparently, PS fives over here. Any PS fives are impossible to get. Yeah, same. Xboxes, I'm not sure. I don't think. I don't think I haven't heard anything about an Xbox shortage, but uh, I I know for a fact PS5s are just mm-hmm. they're like gold dust, are impossible to get them. On. <laughs> but the the game on console is just it's always been in such a terrible place. Like I yeah. played it for years and I loved it. Don't get me wrong, I I put close to three K hours in it. Like it was the they were pretty much the only game I played for years. Mm. But just there's so much wrong with it. There's there's so much wrong with the servers there's so much wrong with the the mechanics of the game like the fact that every official server on the game is still completely plagued by people duping loot on the coast all day every day the fact that that hasn't been fixed yet is just mind-blowing like that that ruined the game so much on console mm-hmm. because every time you go into a server there's tents on the coast full of guns that people are duping and they're, they're just leaving them lying everywhere so it just completely ruins And those playing the game, that's one of the things um, I saw the most in comments. Those playing the game seriously um, can't find anything at the airfields because the server is saying there's already 1,000 fucking M4s. We're not going to spawn any in. They said you're lucky if you find an SKS in a box of ammo. Yeah, 100%. That's exactly how it was when I played it. That That's why community servers were so good at first because... They offered this sort of fresh CLE and people weren't really duping on them because everyone was just so excited to be playing these new servers but the older they got the more they just turned into these sort of laggy official servers almost. I'm assuming mm-hmm. it must be is it incredibly expensive or incredibly difficult to get an anti-cheat or something? I don't know how I'm guessing an anti-cheat is how you'd fix it but it must be crazy stupid difficult sorry or expensive or something to be able to fix this problem it must be because like the thing is they've patched so many methods of duping over the years yeah but every single time they patch it people just find a new way to do it a week later it's insane Hmm. yeah it's it's weird i've never ever understood duping in daisy if you it, need it ruins to the game for Daisy, yourself. You are playing the wrong fucking game. Exactly. Go play 100%. PUBG. Go play fucking Fortnite or something like that because that's the only reason you could be wanting to dupe. I don't get it. It is. I can understand hacking more than I can understand duping. Yeah. The, the problem was so bad on console to a point where it was just before the 1.02 update was the first time they had wiped it and so long and they wiped it because the coast had got to a point where there was literally hundreds of tents full of landmines full of grenades full of lars full of m4s littered all along the coast 
there was bases just full of loot that had been duped all along the coast. Every corner you turned, there was a tent full of loot just sitting there. That's just how bad it got, and they've still not fixed it. Yeah, it's not as bad as that anymore, of course, but it's it, still a really huge problem for console. It must be seriously complicated then. It has to be. It must I, be, I, I, I agree. Either that or expensive. I, I don't see why it would take so long otherwise. Because every time I go live, multiple comments in my stream going, why haven't they fixed Jupiter's yet? All you know what? Well, I guess this comes back to what we talked about before, Marks. The, the size of the dev team. They probably just don't oh, have yeah, the manpower to fix it. Yeah. And none see, of them are console developers either. They're all PC developers, so fixing issues for consoles is not their speciality yeah. at all. That's the thing, like, when somebody says, why haven't they, or asks in my chat, why haven't they fixed duping on console, I have no answer to give because I genuinely yeah. don't know. Yeah. When it's a, if it's a PC question, I can usually answer it or refer them to somewhere that might have a better answer, but for, like, that type of stuff on console, I haven't a clue. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 kind of frustrating because you want to be able to tell the people watching you the truth and tell them all you know some news about it. But yeah, it's really annoying when you it's frustrating when you can't tell them the right answer because you just don't know. Yeah. Sad. It's fucking sad. It really is. Um, one other quick yeah. thing I'll mention as well. Lashun um said we need ADS sensitivity and dead zone on oh, console. Yes. Can you explain that? Yes. Right, so the the sensitivity on console is so, so bad for controllers. It's it, There isn't a different sensitivity for like free looking and aiming, if that makes sense. So if you find a sensitivity that's good for your free look, so when you're just looking left and right normally, if that feels nice, when you ADS, the gun suddenly becomes so slow and there's nothing you can do about that because if you turn the sensitivity up full to try and make your ADS sensitivity nicer, then your free look sensitivity becomes too high to a point where you can barely move it. Mm. And it's just, it's impossible to find a good balance for sensitivity on that game. And like, it, it's 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 really bad. It's really bad. Yeah, it's annoying. Well, we we all kind of knew from the start that the game was not meant to be on console, but yeah. um. You know, maybe one day. Who knows? <laughs> um. Okay. What else have we got? We are getting down to the final stages of the show, folks. Um. What was this one? Um. Oh, that was about the NCRP stuff. Yeah. Oh, yes, sorry, no, I did want to elaborate on this. I did want to elaborate on this. So, Nitrato apparently messaged NCRP community um, about the tech support on performance on their 70-slot server. They would switch server machines for him, but it never improved. They even told him in writing that once you get in excess of 60 players, DayZ doesn't perform correctly. Yet they sell 70 and 100 slot servers. I'm yep. sorry, but that's pretty fucking scummy. That's pretty... Yeah, fu- and this is not just Nitrato. I'm, I'm sorry. This would be you know, any provider selling. So the, the server providers are aware that the servers go to shit once they go over 50 people. Yet there's... And this is not just a console thing as well. Um, this is also for uh, for PC. 
if you're just renting a server, not hosting a dedicated server, there's a sweet spot where people can, uh, once you exceed it, your server's going to start to run like shit, especially if you've got mods on there. Yet, they don't tell you nothing about this. It's it's just, I, to me, it's a pretty shitty fucking thing to do. Yeah, Nitrado for console are absolutely terrible server provider. That That's also, again, one of the reasons why I said that the state of the servers on console was so bad, because it's to a point where on, on PlayStation, I think there is a 60-slot server op- option, maybe, I believe, but on Xbox, it's either 50 or 70. And if you go for 70, the server becomes way too laggy to play. You can't, everyone's teleporting, there's desync every two seconds. But then 50 slots is such a low amount of people for a map the size of Cherneris. Like, the fact that you need to play in 50 slots for the game to be stable on community servers is terrible. That's, that's pretty fucking ordinary, marks, isn't it? It is. It's, it's crazy. But look, people are going to buy them because they don't know. It's just. Nitrado yeah. just going to make a quick buck because they can. Who's going to stop them? No one. Um, you know? I want to do a quick shout out as well. Um, Choco is in chat. Choco POS. Um, he is the guy behind the cloned day one servers. He's actually gone and renamed his servers. They're now called day two. <laughs> I, I, it's still funny, but I have to give him credit. He changed him. He listened to what we said in the podcast, Marks. So credit where credit is due. Good for him. Thanks, thanks for changing him. Now don't ever fucking do it again, you bastard. <laughs> it was a douche fucking move to do. But credit for changing him, mate. Credit for changing him. And yes, there's, there's, there's the point, Choco. You've got three servers full. Yes, I know you would have been battling against the rest of them, but... You, you've still got a community, mate. So co- focus on that community now and maybe make an apology to Smoke and the Day One team because uh, it was a shitty yeah, thing to do. But credit for um, changing them. Uh, what did we have next? Uh, oh, I've gone past it because I'm a boomer. <coughs> Mod Mini Spotlight. Um, I didn't get to find a mod um, this week. Uh, Content Creator Mini Spotlight, though. Now, I'd heard these people a couple of times. I actually finally went and checked out their channel, Fresh Spawns. Have you guys heard of them? Yes. They're an up-and-coming YouTube channel. Uh, Let me just uh, share my screen again. So they're very, very um, professional is probably the best word to describe them as marks. You watch their videos and they are, I wouldn't be surprised if they're going in with a plan with, um, uh, they've just got a, there's a dynamic between the two guys behind the channel. Mm-hmm. Two British guys playing video games the way they're not meant to be played. New videos every 6 p.m., Live on Twitch, 8 p.m. Uh, every Wednesday. Um, and I've reached out to them to see about getting them on the show. Um, I do have to say, 
uh, I almost vomited in my mouth when I was watching a video and they managed to segue to a Raid Shadow Legend sponsorship. Um, <laughs> but, end of the day, you know, people got to make a buck. Um, I'm guessing they're trying to do this as a job. So, you do you, boo. Um, me, you will oh, see me fucking... <laughs> Uh, having my balls and dick chopped off before I fucking accept a sponsorship from Raid Shadow Legends. Um, but each to their own. Um, I'll, I'll, I'll take that bag as fast as I can. <laughs> but definitely worth checking out, folks. Um, they've got some really, really interesting content. Um, just funny stuff. Um, holding up players using empty guns and... I watched a video where they were running around. Um, it was it was pretty, yeah. They would uh, beat people up and then go, it's April Fool's, dude. It's just a prank. Um, so they're definitely, um, you know, feeding into the uh, what's hot on the, um, YouTube sort of format. But good luck to them. Um, a lot of people have mentioned them to me. Yeah, you know, they got mentioned in the same sentence as you in the video for the, uh, the Dark Guy Seal podcast. Um, about up-and-coming uh, creators, Marks. Um, they were saying Freshborns, Marks, amazing channels that are uh, growing. You know, Daisy's oh, still I growing. Didn't, um, I so, did Yeah, yeah, it was just a comment um, in the, yeah. uh, that someone left on the video. Um, so, yeah, it's always worth going in and checking um, uh, comments on videos to see little things like that. It was, it was nice to see. So, yeah, great, great job, fellas. Keep it up. Um, just yeah, maybe maybe look at Raycon um, earbuds instead of um, Raid Shadow Legends. There's just a whole stigma with Raid Shadow Legends, but I'd love to know how much people are actually making from Raid Shadow Legends money. It's in the thousands, I'll say that much. It's, it's got to be some sort of fucking you know uh, money laundering scheme, Raid Shadow Legends. I reckon. <laughs> I don't care. Give me a bit of a. <laughs> I'll under the money, I don't care. Marx's Daisy Spotlight videos brought to you by Raid Shadow Legends. Yep, just waiting for the email. Ugh. <laughs> Marx will take any sponsorship. <laughs> oh my god. Marx, you need to do uh, the manscaping one, the, the Weed Whacker 5000 oh, or whatever it is. Good. The, the grooming your manly I'll region. I'll do it. <laughs> Someone tag bloody that whoever that mob is. Tag him on Twitter. I want to see him do a video with the weed whack of one thousand or five thousand or whatever it is. <laughs> oh god, that's awesome. That's awesome. Um, community spotlight. Uh, I wanted to shine the spotlight on the Chinaris has fallen community. Um, now, I've changed my screen around, but I'm going to share their um, Twitter, uh, sorry, their Discord link. Um, you guys all know me and how much I love hardcore service. Um, and I've been really struggling to find a um, server uh, that is hardcore enough for me. And these guys reached out. Unfortunately, they're based in um, the EU or the UK, so my ping is going to be near 400 to play it. Um, but for the style of gameplay for me, it's not the uh, be-all and end-all. Um, admittedly, I like it the lower the ping, the, uh, the better. But they, they're, they're a pretty interesting server. They've got a lot of crafting mods. Um, come on, open up. 
Oh, for crying out loud. Up. Ah. Prior preparation and planning, Boydy. Prior preparation and planning. <laughs> Just remind me to never do internet banking. I show everything, don't I? <laughs> but yeah, I've got a pretty active Discord. Uh, they're a server that's not um, uh, you know, high pop because they, they're sticking to their core beliefs of what they're after um, in, the, in the way of their community. Um, server information. Let's have a look at what they say in here. Is this this um, server that only has 10 slots? No, no, no. Or am I thinking of a different server? No, yeah, it's a different server. Wasteland survival, challenging weather conditions, survival crafting mods, new spawn zones, rewritten tier zones, radiation zones, wild dogs and infected wolves bears, customized infected map edits, um, is uh Chinaris has fallen is a daisy server that is intended for the survival aspect of the game set 12 years from the original outbreak that came from the release of the daisy mod in armor 2. it is vital that remembering and understanding that naturally 12 years forward it would be so much harder to survive so please keep that in mind refer to hashtag server law for background and details weapons and ammo are not easy to come by but not impossible all out PvP is not the server's vision, but it is allowed all over the map, so KOSing is more than welcome, although interacting is preferred to bring life to the server. Vehicles are there, but to have a fully functioning one, you will need to work hard for it. All the bits and pieces you need are and will be like gold dust, so when you find them, look after them. This includes the 9 volt batteries. The infected are tough, so you can see they've gone for quite a more hardcore um, aspect. There's been a lot of chatter um, amongst people who are you know, like myself about where are all the good hardcore servers. These guys reached out, so mm. I'm going to be checking them out um, to see what it's like. It sounds like a lot of the mods that I had on my failed server, um, they have implemented as well, but um, they've got one big advantage over me. Uh, one, they know how to run a server, um, and two, um, a bigger player base. So It's such a shame that the hardcore servers are usually like low pop maybe medium pop sometimes but like that sounds so much more fun to me than all those modded like insanely over the top servers and one, one of the problems is and this comes back to content creators um it's something we've talked about quite a bit mike content creators don't like hardcore servers because it's fucking mm -hmm. boring yeah i don't have an issue with it for me um <clears throat> i spend so much time just talking to chat uh, you know, when I'm when I'm playing games, it's more like a, a bit of a free for all, and everyone just waiting to scare me, uh, or see me get scared by something that happened in game, like this morning. Uh, but most people, you look at all the big the big people who've been partnered and gotten um, uh, you know that purple tick lately. They're all high intensity players, generally PVPers mm. and interactors. Who are always looking for you know funny um, and intense interactions and their streams want that you know you go into their chats and you'll have someone if there's something not happening like it happens to the running man all the time he's a bit of an oddity because he's not like that he just plays the game fairly vanilla-ish but barely a day go used to go past when i used to mod for him where someone would come in and say this is boring kill someone yep, yeah i get the same thing all the time as well yeah it's you know, it, it, it's, it's sad because servers like this can be so rich. But the only time that um, 
servers like this can really thrive a bit is when they go strict role play because then there's you know the, the person can still role play their character in downtime and stuff like that which is still a bit entertaining for those that like it but when you're just running from cherno to electro and there's bugger all houses along the way um you know maybe no one around it's it's pretty boring so yeah. people don't watch it it's 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 more a community for uh yeah they've said they've had content creators say to them we tried your server but it's too boring sorry that's Thanks. the thing though it's probably boring because the server like population so though i feel like a hardcore server with 80 or 90 people and it would be brilliant yeah but then um yeah i'll, I'll use lax as an example um until lax started playing day one his survival skills were pretty average now he's a fucking survival guru um so many of them don't know a lot of the basics of surviving they're used to like a lot of the feedback from what we talked about before with the infected is because these people are used to being able to play at that high intensity rate you know you saw uncle ray ray's tweet uh, that i touched on it's basically made Vorkuda, the new infected now um impossible for pvp because there's so many infected yeah. but for the people who play the game i won't say normally but who play the game hardcore style it's not an issue for us we're used to crawling and creeping everywhere. We're used to taking half an hour to loot a small town. It doesn't bother us. Um, we enjoy that playstyle, but that playstyle is a niche playstyle. So servers like this are always going to be niche, you know, because it's going to take someone who's prepared to spend half an hour looting the the, the, the spawn town that they get to to wait for the stones to um, start spawning in around them, the dynamic spawns, to wait for the fruit to start spawning off of trees and things like that you know your streamers don't want to do that they just want to find a can of beans find a shovel go you know king hit some um geared guy and you know upload their next zero to hero in five seconds video and that's not having a goal for, for that style that's what they do that's their style that's their way of playing there's, there's not saying that it's a bad style but yeah it's sad though I would love to see a really good community of high pop hardcore servers. About the only one is Daisy Underground, but that's heading, you know, yeah. That's uh, got the whitelist side of it, and you can, you could have content creators on that server that just record, don't stream, because you can you can make a very boring server look very uh, kind of hectic and stuff if you just put in all the good parts you know um but yeah like if you're running around for two hours or an hour and you haven't found anyone it gets boring and even like i find it boring at times as well like ah this is just yeah i'd rather be shooting someone right now instead of walking around all the time yeah. and then lax hawthorne um just pops up in my chat i hate streamers i said you're not a streamer lax you're a legend <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, he's, it, it, it's, it's proof that there is something to expanding your play style. You know, Lax was kind of stagnating there for a bit um, until he went over to day one. Um, <clears throat> and yes, getting a few raids from Smoke doesn't hurt you. But he said to me uh, many a time, it expanded his play style. You know, the, the whole Namolsk play style of having to light fires and, you know, finding food hard to get and that. Have, don't be afraid to try something different, folks. 
um, you'll grow because of it. You know, Lax is now the complete package. He can survive, he can thrive, he can fucking drive people to suicide uh, with his antics in the game. Um, but, yeah, it's... it's Yeah, definitely worth checking him out. Shinaris has fallen, folks. Um, should I post... There's their uh, Discord link. Uh... Back to the podcast Discord. Daisy uh, Twitter Watch. The new trailer for 1.12. What did you guys think? I didn't even watch it. 18. It was too busy. Uh, I, th- I thought it was decent <laughs> enough. It could have been better. Not bad. Well, actually, not sorry. Yeah, I did watch it. Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't know what to expect. It was probably kind of a tricky one to make a video on. <clears throat> wasn't a bad one to be honest and the um comments on it were all pretty positive I, I went in there expecting a lot of people to be hating them but no yeah i wouldn't say it was bad i think they probably just could have done a better job at showing off the update a little more maybe try and show some people getting shot unconscious or something because i think the biggest part of that trailer is like like what is it you know what i mean like i'm watching the trailer yeah. and it doesn't really show like what's new food items and a new game. weapon that was it yeah i will actually say i agree with you there buddy when i put my video up as well i thought it would be one of the worst like in terms of hate comments overwhelmingly positive which really well, took me back so today we're was back genuinely video today's to just a bloodbath mm. and it was yeah it was quite a Quite pleasant to see it was the other way. Super surprising. It was a nice uh, thing to see. Really nice thing to see. Mm-hmm. Um, last but not least, we are now down to our individual highlights. We will start with our guest. Mike, what's been your highlight the last week or just something that you really wanted to shout out? Oof, tough question. Uh, no, no, I'm not really sure how to answer that, to be honest. I think as far as Daisy goes, I've been really happy with how the devs have been interacting on Twitter and stuff like that. I think they're doing such a great job at taking feedback and listening to people. I've even seen the official Daisy Twitch account coming into different streams and just listening to chat and taking feedback from people, and I think that's really been great to see. But apart from that, I don't really have much to say, to be honest. Yep. I will um, say as well that the Daisy YouTube account has been going into streams as well. They've popped into mine quite a few times as well. 
uh, which has been nice to see as well. Mm. Um, but my shout out, I'd have to give Tessica. Yeah, it's just amazing. Um, I've been waiting so long for that map, and it finally released, and couldn't be happier with it. And I'm excited to see where it goes in the future. I kind of have to go with you as well, mate. Um, it caught me by surprise. Um, I was watching um, Lackstring, and I asked him what it was like, and he said he's got a new favourite map. And I know how mm-hmm. much that guy has been loving the Molsk. And for him to say that, that kind of piqued my interest. And it was like, I hadn't planned to um, jump on and stream before the podcast. I normally don't. Normally I just, you know, wake up, have a couple of copies and that, and um, then just start watching the podcast. But Lax actually made me, fuck it, I'm going to start early. I was sitting there this morning at, you know, 2.30 going, what am I going to do for the next few hours? I've already done my admin for the show. Um, fuck it, I'm going to jump on and I'm going to stream it. Um, Because it looked like he was just almost ready to orgasm over it. Um, And then I got on there and, yeah, the first town I spawned in had this weird barn that wasn't laid properly. But then Rudy jumped on, scared the living bejesus out of me, which gave everyone a laugh. And then he took me to Essica. And for the first time in a long time, I can say I'm going to be spending a lot of time in the city. Yeah, There is so much to explore. I want to get to know it. And I actually kind of want a PvP in it. I, and and you should. You should. Toprek, I need you to start playing DayZ again because I need to see some of your trolling videos where Tope has... Some of my favourite videos of Topes are where... You know, like, you probably remember this one, Mike, where he hid in the garbage pile. Oh, yeah, of course. Can that you was, imagine what he's going to be able to do it? in Essica? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, that's going to exactly be hilarious shit. We talking about as well. Yeah. Oh yeah, my god, that's going to be awesome. always been a mastermind of that. He's just yes, sort of cheeky trolling in a way, I guess you could sum him up. Yep. Very, very much looking forward to it. But yeah, definitely um, Essica is, yeah. We need to get doors back on the outside toilets as well. Yeah, we do. Yes, yes, that's a good one. Um... Wait until someone goes past you. you. It used to be really good when you use uh, in third person um, because you could just set the camera outside while you're locked up inside <laughs> and they can't see you. Uh, but yeah, yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so, so much. Um, sadly, it doesn't look like we managed to raise anything for um, uh, the um, charity fundraiser that I'm doing. Um, but I'm st- it still goes until the end of the month. So if your position changes... Um, and you can spare a few quid, please um, go straight to their website. I don't know whether anyone donated directly to their website. If you did, thank you very much. Um, I do want to work with them about setting up um, some uh, links and that so that if anyone does donate via a link that um, uh, some streamers can have, uh, it does register on the stream. Uh, But yeah, um, definitely worth checking out their website, folks. Uh, Wounded Heroes are a fantastic organisation. Mike, thank you so, so much for coming on the stream, buddy. I really do appreciate it, mate. Thank you very much for having me on, mate. It's been a pleasure to speak to you guys. We love doing it, don't we, Mark? It's a great way to... The the player episode is becoming one of my favourite episodes uh, because we've got to remember uh, that this game's not just about the the public face of it. uh, I use the word public, but the the show side of it. Um, Um... 
the streamers and the content creators, but it's about the you know the the millions of other people who don't create content who've bought this game um, and want to have a game that they enjoy playing as well. And you know, not all of those people watch content creators either. So we've got to make sure we have something that is a balanced game for everyone. Exactly. All the best, everyone. We will see you next week. And next week's guests, we have Mario and Tyrone coming on to talk about animations and AI. I'm very excited for that one. Spread the word. I really, really want to see a lot of people. I want to see, if you can, if you if you know people, I want to see content creators in here. I want the word to get spread about what we are talking about next week. It's fucking huge. Yes, it's a bit of a, you know, it's, it's the planting of some seeds and a lot of people are going to need to do stuff with the seeds that are planted, but... It is going to be fucking... It is the biggest episode of the podcast yet. I've got to work out ways to hype it up. Um, Marks, if you could do the best you can with your community, they do not want to miss this one. You might even want to consider streaming it yourself, mate. Um, if That's if you're up for that. Uh, just to get as many eyes on. Um, but yeah... Uh, real quick before you go, Boydie, I've made that mini Daisy bit. It'll be up tomorrow. Sweet, Farlong. Um, post a link to your channel um, in the chat, buddy, and send it to me as well. But, um, yeah, we need to get as many eyes as possible uh, in here so that, I'll, I'll be honest, um, a lot of what he's going to talk about is probably going to go straight over my fucking stupid head. Mark, you're a bit smarter than me. You may understand it a bit better. Um, but... It's it's gonna be it's gonna be fucking big. It is the biggest thing to have to Daisy. Um, I struggle to think of anything. Um, the way I see this, that is bigger for Daisy than the invention of Daisy. It's <laughs> a big claim. That's a very big claim. I I honestly do, guys. I honestly do. For the game that we have, what is gonna happen? Um, is is it, it's Daisy could turn a new corner? You know how um, I've been indicating that Daisy's kind of on a bit of a downward spiral at the moment, Marks. Mm-hmm. This yeah. could reinvigorate the game like you've never seen. Hopefully, I hope you're yeah, right. Let's hope so. Yeah. yeah. I talk a big That's game, don't I, folks? Very big game. Let's hope you're right. Yeah, if this is terrible. <laughs> now you're gonna have a lot of haze, <laughs> <laughs> mate. Look look at this fucking look at this face. I put this face on the internet. Do you think I care about hate? Give me your fucking hate, motherfuckers. I thrive on it. I eat it for breakfast. Keegan. Um Keegan Holland is in chat. He's a modder himself. Am I overselling this? We'll wait for him to reply. And he just says yes and then leaves. No. <laughs> I know you have your doubts, Marks. You're the I, I'm the I'm the one who would jump in there like yes, yes. You're the one. No, just come on, come on. Let's just take this seriously. The look on your face says slow, it all. The sure. look on your face says yeah. it all. But dude, this I'll is. I'll hold up to it. I'll hold up to it. And 
do you understand much like we had a little bit of a discussion in the admin chat do you understand do you do you, do you think you fully understand what we're talking about here yeah 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 good i just don't want to give it away but yeah yeah e keegan says he thinks i'm under hyping it well then we'll do it yeah well, let's wait and see won't we we will we will folks yeah. get everyone in here please i want I, I want hundreds. I want hundreds of people in here watching this. Content creators, modders, hundreds. If, if we could get to a thousand people watching, I want every motherfucker to jump into uh, people's uh, Twitter feeds and tell them don't stream. Or if you don't, no, no, fuck this. If you're going to stream at the same time as the podcast, stream the podcast. I don't care if you take viewers away from me, I don't fucking care. This is so important that everyone needs to be watching it. If there's someone streaming DayZ next Saturday or Sunday and they're not watching the podcast, go in there and fucking tell them, hey, stream the podcast, you wanker. You're missing out on the biggest fucking thing since the invention of DayZ. So his podcast really got to you, didn't it? You're really desperate to come back. All the best, everyone. Um, <laughs> next week with um, Mario E and Tyrone Biggums. Um, it's going to be huge, folks. It's going to be huge. Be I love you all. Thank you all so, so much for coming in. Uh, mini uh, Daisy vid tomorrow. Let's go, boys. Boy, he ain't playing. No, I'm not playing. I'm. It's fucking huge. It's huge. Say bye bye, everyone. See you later. Goodbye. Later, boys. Ciao for now.